right, guys. Welcome to Cleveland Moto Podcast number 389999. Light them up. Mine's, mine's, mine's pre, pre-lit. So, uh, nice. Mm. There you go. Uh, no special guest tonight, just the, just the standard crew, the, uh, the six idiots and six microphones that we're very uh, used to. To wanna... my Amidioso left. Is that, is that how you say it? Yep. Spanish? Amidioso left? Right. Yeah, like sure. okay. I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Oscar? <laughs> and to his left? Uh, Steve Sleevey, and I have a question. How did you orchestrate an English guest and you got the queen to die on the on same the same day? day. Yeah, that was pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. This guy, Charles... Ah. Sent me a message. Yeah. I, I do it Thursday. Yeah, he said he told me he's been unemployed for seventy three years. Oh, and he wanted a job. Yeah, he's been living a he's been living a life of Riley for seventy three years on the government's teat. Yeah. And uh and uh really felt guilty about it. So he uh he wanted to wanted to step up. Gotcha. Take one so, for the team. King Charles. That was impressive though. I thought that King was Charles. really impressive. It was crazy when I'm at the fucking pizza shop picking up the pizza and I look at my phone and I'm like, well, Queen Elizabeth died. Oh, having our, our English <laughs> podcaster is now going to be so much more relevant. We're going we're gonna to look like we're cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what we do. Topical wa- even. Topical. Yeah. I didn't score points with my wife and I'm like, you know, she should have stepped down a little while ago. <sighs> well, you know what? You wrote it out. You went out on a board. Like, why not step down like 10 years ago yeah. and, and let your son become the king and you get to watch yeah. and mentor him? Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wrote it right into the ground. Yeah. I wonder if she knew something about Charles we didn't know. Well, that's what my, <laughs> that's what my wife said. She yeah. Said, yeah. I, like, I like all the. She didn't want him to have it. That's what Diana says from her uh, complex up in the top of the mountains looking down at the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. I just like how She's all She's just this, in hiding. The yeah. sausage fingers are coming out. They're all talking about his sausage fingers. <laughs> uh, Really, because that's because that's where you're going. That's relevant. All right, fair enough. Sausage. Fan. All right, cool. All right, into his immediate left. Dan Crapian, I got a question for question for Chris Smith. What's the difference between sauce and head cheese? Well, a lot of it is spelling. <laughs> <laughs> so how many letters? Uh, Seventeen sideways. Uh, I think they're essentially the same thing, although the sauce that the I think it's more of a Cleveland thing. I'm, you know, I'm now I'm cringing a little bit just thinking about eating some of that. Yeah. Well, it had nice spice. It, it was it was good spice, yeah. It's, it's good spice. It's locally made. Mm-hmm. It's harvested on Cleveland streets. <laughs> Woof. Well, good luck finding any brains on Cleveland streets. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of squirrel. Lots of squirrel. Yeah. Extra yeah. squirrel. Yeah. We know it's not human. According to the according to the interwebs, it says souse is actually just a type of head cheese. When head cheese has vinegar, it's considered souse meat. Oh, there you go. Da da da. The more you know. And to Dan's immediate left, the answer man, the, the man who brought the souse. I'm uh, gonna probably go on record as saying that was not cooked at all. Oh no, it's fully cooked. Oof. Didn't taste. I, like I, I said the same thing. If you if you say so, <laughs> I would describe that as not so much head cheese or. Um, the texture my mouth would relate to that would be paste. Yeah. Somebody yeah. said pate and I'm like pat B maybe, pat C, but not <laughs> yeah, not pate. Not pate. Not pate. Yeah. Uh, and then to his immediate left. John. John. John Mecklefresh. Uh, it was pretty funny Wait, today. Excuse me, everybody. Um, the audio Sleepy, guy. Yeah. Sleepy's trying to tell me something. What, what are you trying to tell me? Bring the mic. 
like this way a little bit. So uh, make that. I mean. <laughs> well, now your pie hole's in it. Oh, you want me to like? Undo now he's it. making a statement. Okay. Uh, uh, Gee, the guy is—is is that good right, right there? Exactly. Yeah. Listen. Uh, there was a guy complaining, and there was a reason they complained. It's because you took your headphones off, and you weren't talking into the pie machine. Okay. Into the, yeah, the hole of you pie holes. You didn't hear this horse shit from last week. No, you didn't. You uh, missed out. Yeah. Listen harder next time. We have yeah. to fight later. No, we had a oh, we had sure. our we had our <laughs> okay. Our, we had a pod, we had a podcast listener who felt like he didn't get his money's worth. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, well, I'm sorry, yeah. you got short. <laughs> so uh, interestingly enough, though, last week we brought. What did up, I even say? There, I don't even think I talked on the last podcast. Well, that was the problem. I wasn't even here on he the last. No, that was the point. He yeah. said he couldn't right. hear you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't hear. You weren't here, and he couldn't hear you. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, one of our podcast listeners. And I have to say this name right, because I want to give him the respect he's due. Okay. But we had a listener come in today who happened to, this is one of those ones where somebody buys a bike and in the process of buying a bike, sees the rig and says, you guys do a radio show? Uh, yeah, I do a radio show. And you go, where do I find it? Oh, it's on AM 1220. No, <laughs> uh, it's a podcast. What's well, podcast? Well, it's a thing we do in our mom's basement. Yeah. And so eventually he became... So he became a listener. Ah. Ah, he became a listener. That's always scary. Yeah. So from when he discovered the podcast to when he showed up today, uh, he brought a bottle of Crown Royal. Oh, nice. Crown Royal. Very good. He listened to the right in podcast. In the little <laughs> blue velvet bag and the whole deal. Oh, sure. Crown Royale. Royale. Royale well, it has cheese. cheese. Yeah, it's exactly. It came with no cheese. so And that's the metric system for you. <laughs> but the uh, but yeah, it's on top of the fridge right now. So he brought us. But his name, I love his name because it's one of my favorite callbacks in history. His name is Swangin. Swedgen. 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 Cocksucker. Cocksucker. Yeah. So uh, every time... Every time, Hell on Wheels. Watch it. Oh. No, uh, that's. Oh wait, nope, not Hell on Wheels. Not Deadwood. Uh, Deadwood. 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 Yeah, you're Deadwood. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm confusing the two. Yeah, uh, that's Woo. And if you cannot bring yourself to watch an entire series of Deadwood, just watch the episode called Woo, <laughs> because there is an episode that's just called Woo, and how I want you to watch this particular episode. That's called just woo. As I want you to drink a shot of your favorite beverage every time somebody says the word cocksucker. <laughs> I don't care if you're drinking three, two beer, you're going to be blarneyed by the end of the fucking episode. <laughs> it Damn. is woo is probably my favorite character on the series. The series is called Deadwood. Uh, it's it's fantastic. If you missed it the first time it was out, watch it again. And just remember, though, that every time you hear the word cocksucker, you must drink a drink. I'm so, so doesn't Wu have a uh, little pen of pig where they uh, yes. throw bodies in It goes in back there. to that lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, a.k.a. snatch, like never trust a man who keeps pigs because they go through bone like butter. Uh, but yeah, Swearingen would be the, the lead antagonist in the film in the, in the movie or the TV show. And, uh, so Swearingen, Swearingen, what, what nationality Swearingen. is Swearingen? Swearingen's Irish. 
Oh wow! Yeah, Swearingen's Irish, and in the show, he's Irish. Okay. So Deadwood he's is Irish. not the spin the spinoff of uh, Doctor Who, right? <laughs> Wasn't that it? I didn't remember. No, that hearing was Torchwood. Uh, I, I didn't remember any uh, cursing at the. Uh, no, no, not as much Doctor cursing Who. in Torchwood. Oh, Torchwood! How yeah. long did Torchwood only lasted for like a not long. Like it didn't couple, last long enough. Like yeah. yeah, Torchwood didn't last long enough. Hell on Wheels was the Swede. I like. The I was going to say Hell on Wheels is a spinoff. An unlicensed copy of Deadwood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Hell on Wheels was hit, hit at the right time because all of us were having Deadwood, you know, withdrawal. withdrawal. Yeah. And then Hell on Wheels showed up and we're like, it's not the same, but it'll do. And then they brought the Swede out as being the absolute lovable, well, not lovable, un, he's unnot watchable the bad guy. Bad guy you feel bad for. I never felt bad for him. I just felt, I just felt like. Like when they tarred and feathered him? Still, not enough. No. That guy was a fucking monster. So, yeah, yeah. They, they, tarred and feathered. He got off light as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, for real, that's, that's a thing. And that happened. But in the, in the world of motorcycles, for anybody <laughs> who cares, uh, we're going to start light. We're going to start by going into the world of motorcycles with just a fucking rant. And I need to have this rant because I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm having some issues. All right? I'm having some, I'm having some personal issues, I guess. They... Um, Who's fucking you now? No, yeah, exactly, right? So on this episode, who who's right, fucking Phil? Who's fucking Phil now, right? So y- you guys, even if you're not Vespa Cognoscenti, okay, right? up comes the Justin Bieber bike, yeah, with, right. Gosh, so yeah. even if you're not a Vespa person, you saw the Bieber, man. Sorry, man. Too soon, man. Right. Oh man, that's a raw. Oh man, so <laughs> Bieber. Oh fuck. Fucking Bieber, right? Fucking Bieber. Fucking Bieber. Are you a believer? I'm not a believer. (laughs) Not even close to being a believer. No believer here, my friend. No believer at all. But here's the thing that I want to bring up, because this is where... We might have to believer that out. Yeah, Yeah, we might have to believer that out. Yeah. (laughs) Let them fucking have it. Uh, Yeah. Let them have it. I don't want... I... Oh, man. (laughs) Got him riled up. So... (laughs) So here's the way it goes. Here's the way it goes. This is it, right? So this is the way it goes. And and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it because we wanna fucking say it. This thing, right? It strikes out on three levels. It strikes it strikes out in three directions before you put his name on it. Wow, how is that even possible? Okay. Here's how. Here's how it strikes out on three levels before you put his name on it. First things first, I don't care about your personal taste, your religion, or your social commentary. Vespa sprints don't sell well. Why? Well, you can't see from this picture, but a Vespa sprint has a trapezoid-shaped headlight. Mm -hmm. That goes back to Year of Our Lord, 1964, when Vespa decided to spice up its, its offerings. And on the Vespa GL, the Grand Luso scooter, they put a trapezoid shaped headlight on it. They put a trapezoid shaped headlight on the Sprint. They put a trapezoid shaped headlight on the Vespa Supersport. Now, these were all Vespas that were advertised with a sort of a sense of like eh, a little more performance, a little more extra spice in the meatball, perhaps. And as you guys know, I'm a fucking fan of a particular model of Vespa called the Vespa Supersport. Now, Sting rode a fake Vespa GS in Quadrophenia. Yep. And if you listen to the words of the song, I ride a GS scooter with my hair cut neat. Mm-hmm. The GS scooter is the high watermark of Vespa ownership, 
right? So up until the Supersport came along in 64, 65, the GS was the bike you wanted to have. Even into the 50s, the GS was the high, it was the first Vespa to have 10-inch wheels. It was the first Vespa to have a lot of things, but the GS was the high watermark. When the Supersport came out in Europe in the mid-60s, it was technically called the Grand Sport Supersport. Another situation with Vespa just being totally cocked out of their brain when it came to naming stuff. G-S-S-S. G-S-S-S. Three S's in a row. The Germans got excited about that. G-S-S-S-S, if you say it right. G-S-S-S. S S. S stands for. It came with a little, little right. uh, yeah. ribbon and yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah. right. So, <laughs> so not that long ago, Vespa decided to bring the trapezoid headlight back. Right, bring the trapezoid headlight back and reintroduce the Sprint. Right, okay. and there's nothing wrong with that because they have this very strong selling platform, the 150 cc called the Primavera. Which, you know, if you know your Vespa history, the, the Vespa Primavera was a small frame, a small, small, small frame, a little bike. And the Sprint was a large frame, but it's okay. We don't need to remember all of our history. We'll just remember the important parts that are relevant to us. And so the Primavera and the Sprint now are the same exact frame. Okay, fair enough. The difference is the headlight and there's slightly, and I mean slightly better springs on the shock absorber on the Sprint if you believe the color matters. Okay. So one, Sprints don't sell well. If you're not sure if Sprints sell well, call your Vespa dealer right now and ask them how many Primaveras they have left. They'll tell you zero. And you say, how many Sprints do you have left? The number will be probably higher than zero. You should probably have them deliber you some more. Yay! Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to deliber the one I have. So this thing about the Sprints always being a little tough to sell. Well, the Vespa comes out with this new TFT display. It's like a, it's not a touchscreen, but it looks like one. Mm-hmm. So it basically looks like a, a, an iPhone sideways. And that's your speedometer now. Mm-hmm. And it comes with a uh, Bluetooth connectivity. Well, I'm going to preface that by saying extraordinarily limited Bluetooth connectivity because it can't do what you think it can do. It doesn't have a stereo. No, it doesn't. So why do you need to connect Bluetoothedly? And it doesn't show you a map on the display either. So why do you need to connect Bluetoothedly? Oh, so when you're getting a text message through your little headphone communicators, you can press the button on the handlebars and, and skip to the next text message or mm-hmm. skip to the next song that you're listening to on your on your Bluetooth headphones. But then, of course, is assuming that you're wearing Bluetooth headphones while riding a motor scooter. Mm, Fair enough. Okay, so problem one, it's a Sprint. Problem two, it's a TFT display-equipped Sprint, which instantly brings the price of the bike up. Now, to bring you guys who are looking at the price right now, $65.49, a standard Primavera is $54.99. So this bike had better be Mm. at least $1,150 better than a standard Primavera. Well, that's a lot. That's that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's especially when you talk about the percentage of the cost of the vehicle. That's right. A, that can buy a lot of performance and, and accessories. Yeah. Other yeah. 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 And I guess their concept is it can pay for a lot of watts of electricity using your heat gun to remove all the Justin Bieber off this fucking bike. <laughs> White so, has never been considered a premium paint color either. Exactly. Yeah. So we have so we have fail point number one, it's a sprint. Fail point number two, it has a TFT display, which automatically pushes the price of the bike up an extra $400 more than people want to pay for it. And fault number three, white grips, white floor rail rubbers, Mm -hmm. white passenger pegs, white White floorboards, white seat, white mirrors. 
everything that your crusty little dick beaters can get their paws on <laughs> or your shoes that contain things you step on yeah. and step through can be tarnished and fucked up looking and your bike will look like rat shit after five minutes. Why did they put white tires? White walls. Well, they put white walls on, Dan. Yeah. So it's got white walls. Yeah. Right. Because I don't think anybody's making an actual all white tire right now. So here's the bike. Here's oh, the thing. I want to park that in my yard and blow all the grass on it. When <coughs> so, and then the last thing, the ultimate kiss of death is putting Justin Bieber's name on it. Right. Yeah, that's okay. the worst part. And so I'm going to go around the table and I'm going to let you guys have a second to think about it. I want you to tell me what is the first thing that comes to your personal mind when I say Justin Bieber. Because this table, the people sitting around this table, have bought a lot of fucking motorcycles in the past five years. So we are what they would call a target audience. Mm -hmm. People that have money to spend and spend money buying two-wheel powered things. Fair enough. So when somebody says Justin Bieber to me, my first thought is manufactured fame. Right? Yeah. I do not see him as being uniquely talented. He is not a guitar virtuoso. He is not a particularly awesome songster. He does not have a great voice. He doesn't cover five octaves. Like anybody, you know, from David Lee Roth to uh, you name it, can out sing this guy, right? And he's not, he does not come as a package. Like when you go see a band like, he is a package. Yeah, well, when you go see a band like the Foo Fighters, you're going there to see Pap Smear as much as you're going to see Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl yeah. right? Well, let's even, let's let's put it like something comparable. So he's a manufactured, mm -hmm. my thing is he's a manufactured artist. 100%, right? but they're even in that in that genre, yeah. like a Bruno Mars or somebody yeah. that actually might have a little talent to him, even though that he is I dis a manufacturer. I disagree, but <laughs> yeah, I disagree strongly. He yeah. has, I mean, whatever. I'm not a fan of his, but I mean, like I've heard him sing... He's done jazz with people and yeah. he's pulled it off. Okay. Like he's an actual singer. Right. You know? Yeah. This dude is. Nah, he's right. You're absolutely right. Like yeah. even in his Fair genre. Game. Yeah. Or genre. Yeah, yeah, genre. Right. Yeah, right. He is right. like. So low, I'm. Low man on the I'm going board. to the point where I've never heard a Justin Bieber song and they have infected my ear holes uh, that I've been like, wow, this is a good song. It's well written. It's well orchestrated. Like, like the design of the song is great. The music's great. Why didn't they put a sound system in it? I mean. Come on, you can buy on Amazon a fifth, like a thirty-dollar little nodule that could have been buried in somewhere. I was going to say, and for, one single little yeah. speaker that you—I mean, it wouldn't have for to. For two hundred bucks, you could have put an MP3 player on this thing that the Bluetooth system controlled. Yeah, that would be on anytime you turned the bike on, and would have a subwoofer under the seat and two little piezos up on the mirrors of the, anything else. But the point being, this is an audio recording. This is a recording juggernaut. Justin Bieber sold how many millions of albums? Yeah. So why wouldn't his bike have some component of who he is as a part of it? Yeah. Right. What, okay. And 10, key, 10 Bieber songs locked in. I would say, to say when you turn the key, I it would only say plays his shit. It would literally like, you know, anybody who ever got an Apple product, we all know that we got the YouTube al album, whether or not we wanted it. Oh yeah. Right. So there's no reason this thing couldn't have had his latest album on it. Yeah, right? Right, right. So that's my take. Anyone else have a take? What comes to your mind when somebody says Justin Bieber? I think of the weird religious thing that he got into with that weird preacher that they made a documentary about. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Everybody. Really? 
Yeah, so they well, just fleeced everybody. Well, he he became like he he was getting a little loose and weird, you know. Okay. And so like somebody somebody when he was dating whoever he's dating, I don't know some girl whatever. Whatever. Um, he they she got him into this religion, right? Like yeah. this Windsong Church. I, the only reason I know this is because it was a documentary on okay. YouTube, and I watched. All right. It. You know, All right. Too much about I watched this. Well, the, because but I he's watched, into music. He's, I watched yeah, the right. documentary. That's the only reason I know this. But the Windsong Church. So this preacher guy was like a young, like shirtless guy that wore like glasses and was like, hey, I'm super cool. And then it turned out he was just fleecing people. Like he okay. sneaked into this thing and was doing all this stuff. That's the guy right there on the, yeah. that right above your mouth. Well, I mean, they're, they're all the guy. No, because but that's the that's They're the either preacher. the guy or Bieber, right? Yeah, that's the right. preacher guy. So me. the point being, this was, um, this was a, a church that did some fleecing. But they, it was a mega church. It was like it's a, a giant... mega church, but they did happen to key into a spokesperson, Justin Bieber, who would bring, because mostly megachurches deal with people, you know, 35 and older. Right. They're fleecing people that well, have money got, to be they fleeced. They got that, that preacher guy. Right. Because he was the young hip, like wore the 80s, like dad glasses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're with you. Yeah. Yeah. So like Carl brought, Lentz. That's right. the dude. Right. So the point is he was affiliated, and it looks like many people were affiliated yeah. with uh, a, a so that's a good one. I didn't even know about that, but yeah, I'm going to learn more. I just watched the documentary a week or two ago. That's the only reason I know this. Did you yeah. see that on a documentary? I did. On a documentary? On Netflix. Documentary. Okay, so there you go. Anybody else got a reason that Justin Bieber, first thing that comes to your mind when somebody says Bieber? Anyone? You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, Justin Bieber slash Billy Strings. No. Ah, we're going to fight. Now I have to fight not, two people. Billy yeah. Strings and Megan Holly. Shot right across right. the bars. Oh, I'll take that. Okay. So that's it. John? Oh, just when I think of him, like, everybody hates him, but you know what? He's taking it to the bank. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, more, yeah. Money, more money and right. pussy than he knows He'll what to ever do knew with. He's yeah. married or right. something, isn't he? He's Canadian. Right? Doesn't matter. He is Canadian. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yep. Yeah. 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 Canada, it's called Pusita. <laughs> Jesus poutine. Christ. More He's got all that money because he has to More poutine than he knows what to do with. The only thing I can think of is just he was, like, Blew up in YouTube and it was overhyped. Like I don't care. And that, that's uh, I'll again. trade places with him. No, and, and again, that's and w- what I'm just maybe all, you know maybe someday he'll grow up and mellow out and right. like it'll get a different like he will come into his oats. You know, yep. you got to remember. I mean, look at what Justin Timberlake was when way back when. You know, like he maybe came through. Yeah, he's talented. So we had a podcast know. listener named Graham. I also think like mm, of all the people who've committed suicide, could we trade him in for some like Jimi Hendrix <laughs> yeah, or something? Right. Oh, any day, dude. Uh, we <laughs> trade him in. And you know what? And that's true cuz Prince at one point Prince was a giant pain in everybody's ass and then he became a, a legend, right? Sure. That's mm. totally cool. Uh, Time heals all wounds. And I'm sure that when people saw the one breakaway from the Jackson 5 was Michael Jackson, I'm sure a lot of people were like, oh, you kidding me? You know, you're going to overlook all the other Jacksons. When you hear his songs and now he's an adult, it might be like, oh. But Tito kind of sucked, though. He didn't do kind of suck. But our, so we had a listener. And compared to the future garbage that might come out, it might actually be good. But you guys are missing. Sure. Latoya was the fucking Jackson that was the. Podcast <laughs> listener Graham Smith came by the shop the other day on his Honda CB 654 cylinder. Okay. Not your average. That's a, that's a duck of another color. How many years was that bike produced? Not many. Like super, two, super right? short, yeah. super yeah. short run. But he lives in Ontario. So he's oh, been sure. doing a big loop. He's doing a, a big, big ride on this what we would all ultimately call a piece of shit bike, you know, sans rear fender, yada, yada, yada. But so he's doing this ride and he popped by the shop, 
popped in the other day and super cool. And when we were walking around taking a tour of the store, he's like, he wanted to see the Bieber. So he, oh, no. we went and saw the Bieber and he's like, yeah, on behalf of Canada, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was like, sorry. well played, sir. So anybody else got any other thing? No. So of all the people you could have had the bike be, right? And then also we've got Justin Bieber, who's in, whose two biggest things are he tends to no-show concerts and not give his money back, not give the customer their money's back. Um, you know, $150 a ticket, he no-shows a concert, and now 10,000 people don't get their money back. So that's happened more than once. And then he's just now sold out a tour, and now he's canceling the tour for health issues, that kind of thing. What if like a like a... Um Lenny Kravitz or I don't know, someone else. There's a lot of people whose name and face you could put on a a scooter, on a Vespa scooter. A lot of people. Doug and Bob McKenzie. Bob and Doug McKenzie edition would be fantastic. You want to put an important Canadian? Yeah. How about the, the, the goddess of all Canadian musicians? Uh, What's, uh, come on guys. uh, We're killing me. Uh, Hell. Janet Jeplin. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 French, no. The Frenchie, yeah, girl, she, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Real Celine Dion. Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. You could put Celine Dion on a Vespa, <sighs> and it would be less repulsive than Justin Bieber. You could have the Debatable. Celine. Wait, the Celine Dion du jour, Dior. <laughs> the Celine Dion Dior uh, du jour. <laughs> du jour Dijon. So, uh, but the long and short of it. Now back to back to the crime that is being Wait, purpose, perpetrated. S- SS. <laughs> Do you have your papers? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But so back to the crime that's being perpetrated at my shop is we have Ein Bieber. We have Ein Bieber, mm-hmm. just the one. And it is a 2022. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to arrive to us in February. It did not. Yeah. It did not arrive until August. Right. And it's a 22, which means it, it's, it's day old sour milk when, when it showed up. And I just today found out that they're shipping me two more oh God. as 2023s. And I can't say no to it because they're calling it representative stock. What? Thank you. Would anyone like to weigh in on the idea of having three of something? As long as you're only being charged at the rate of what it represents. <laughs> like, i.e., it's a yeah. Primavera or it's a, you know, it's a Sprint. You're only being charged for a normal Sprint, not a Bieber. Oh, sure, they do that. Do you sure, have John, to, they do that. Of course they do. Do you, uh, do you have to leave it Bieberized? We, yes. And they, I was told that specifically by my dealer manager, by my by so district you manager. you have a guy that you know. They really, really, something. really want to make sure that the contract they have with the Biebs <laughs> is that we don't Biebify it because that's the thing he's, that's the deal he signed on for was the bikes are going to go out to the people Biebered. So, but here's my problem. Debeeb it. Does anybody else have a problem with the term representative stock? Because, okay, if I sell Ford F-150s, if I sell the whole line of Ford vehicles and they say, Mr. Waters, you have to have a Ford F-150 on your floor so people can see what an F-50 is and climb in it and sit in it and do everything else. Well, how many F-150s do I have to have? Right, one. One, because yeah. that's a representation, yeah. right? Yeah, so how do three represent? What do you? Thank you. Well, now they're telling you you have to have the Ford F-150 Harley-Davidson edition. Okay, yeah. so it'd be one thing, you know, and they do. Don't You guys, you all know. I have to have a GTS, you know, I have to have whatever they tell me the representative stock is. And here's the crazy thing is in the middle of your annual contract, in the middle of the year, they can say, oh, and guess what? 
as of now, today, because we have too many of them in the warehouse, MP3, MP3 500s are now representative stock. Oh, oh, and next month, uh, Vespa Electricas are uh, Vespa Electricas are representative stock. And then the month after that, we can say, oh, Vespa Sprint 50s are representative stock. Well, a Sprint and a Sprint 50 are the same fucking bike. One just goes slower than the other one, right? <laughs> yep. That's the difference. They come in the same goddamn colors, but they've done that to us. But nothing to me is offensive. Is not just, I still have my 2022 Justin Bieber here. Right. There's no difference to the 2023 you're making me take not one 2023, but two 2023s. Which leaves you a gaggle of beavers. Beavers. We need some beaver <laughs> management around here, yeah. right? Yeah. We need some beaver management. Put some traps out. We're going to put some traps out. <laughs> I hope the third year doesn't say that you have to get three of them. Again, we don't know. But the point is, if I make a mistake and I order too many purple Primavera 50s, so if I order too many purple Primavera 50s, and at the end of my year, I call Vespa and go, oh man, you know what? I ordered 25 purple Primavera 50s. I've got five left over. They are not compelled to buy them back from me. Not even a little. I'm going to choke on that, okay? So why is it that they over-ordered these fucking Biebers, and now the dealers <laughs> yeah. got to choke on it, right? Like, and they're making us take the Biebers. The dealers oh. always got to choke on it. And this is the thing that, this is this one of these little things that the podcast is a little different than other podcasts, is we have this unique view of the world that sometimes comes through the eyes of the guy who pays the bills. I want to know, so like the guys at Vespa, like obviously they had meetings. And they, yeah. had, they had boardroom things with some guys with charts and yeah. fucking numbers and all this shit, right? I'm pretty sure the same guy that misunderstands the definition of the term representative stock yeah. also thought the Bieber was a good idea. Well, I'm just saying like, okay, I get it. Like, like he is popular with a certain genre of people. Yeah, or that, guy's got, that guy's got Velcro on his shoes. Make no mistake about it. Right. He's, somebody's marketing department told him Justin Bieber was where we needed to go with this. But what I'm saying is, yeah. is that if, I mean, like, I don't, I work in marketing departments, but it's yeah. not my forte like, to do the marketing, yeah. right. but I'm around them a lot, right? Yeah. And so, like, when I see, like, Summit go into a product, they do research, they figure out, like, they know their yeah. clientele, their age, what they usually sell, and then they bring that stuff in. Yeah. So, did these people, if you look at the general Bieber uh, fan base, right? most of those people are not into motorized vehicles. And I, I would argue that most of the Bieber fan base might not have $8,000 of disposable income sitting around right. to make a purchase to show their love of Justin Bieber. Right, like knowing, knowing your market, like right. if Harley came out with a Vince Neil edition of Harley, right. that fucker would fly off the shelves. Ex know your market. Right. Stay in your lane. I know what we can do. Right. Oh, boy. We're going to ignore the fact that they say it has to go out as a beaver. Thank you, because that's 100%. the next that's, chapter of this podcast. Because if you're going to make me take them, I can sell them. Home. I can, once I get them, it's up to me, and it's up to me how I sell them. That's right. Prove I didn't. My first recommendation would be to get your friend who has a cricket mm -hmm. to make you some sort of red, white, and blue Captain America kind Ooh. of position. So white bike, with, yep. make it red, white, and blue. Yep. I guarantee you'll sell one just because. Just because Captain America. Captain America-ish. You know, we had a flat. <laughs> we well, had a flat. Slapped in America. <laughs> we had a flat <laughs> red Vespa Primavera. Yeah. So we had a flat red Vespa oh, Primavera. Yeah, I remember. That anytime you touched it, the oils from your fingers would leave your body and go into the scooter. Oops. And, uh, you know, so like even a casual, you know, booger flick 
it would disfigure this thing forever. <laughs> and God forbid riding it down the street where little bug guts would get on it. And those oh, bug God. guts would infiltrate the satin paint. So what mm. I did was I ordered in a bunch of Deadpool swag. And I even got like little Deadpool emblems that you put on a lower receiver group from an AR-15. And I got all kinds of Deadpool-y shit because there's tons of Deadpool shit out there. So I ordered a bunch of Deadpool shit and I made that Vespa, unsellable Vespa Primavera S. This theme's not working. Let's come up with a new theme. I made a Deadpool theme. People took tons of pictures of it and we sold it like that. Yeah, well, all you got to do is drive around and the number of Deadpool graphics on cars would lend you to the fact that that was a good fucking idea. Good theme, right? So now, open forum, open idea. Oh, boy. You are now all looking at the Justin Bieber Sprint. The decals that are on it, I'm going to let you guys know what the assets and liabilities are. (laughs) The word Justin Bieber only appears on its right rear ass cheek. Oh, just on one side. Yep. And it's oh. uncleared sticker. And it has right? not been cleared over. Yeah. yeah they so they the, were smart about it. The yeah. Justin Bieber is a sticker on a sticker. Yeah. Now, yeah. the flames are stickers that may have a bit of a clear coat over them. Not much. You'll, I want you to look at it, Steve. But even the, even so, the flame is not that bad. The name right. is the one that fucks it so hard. What would your immediate gut reaction be to unfucking this pig? Well, like put a, ra- a rat seat. Yeah, a hand grip seat and floorboard mm-hmm. rubbers. Any other yeah. color? Any Red. other color? Right. Red. Yeah. What was the one graphic artist that was like all the people in black and white and different colors? Uh, oh, uh, I know. What Peggy you used to have a shirt. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks. They look like uh, stick figures. It was a guy oh, from New uh, York. Not uh, Basquiat, but his friend. Um. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. He's a gay, it wasn't Banksy, it was the it other was, guy. Um, uh, oh, man. I know. That had a lot of doodles like, all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Fuck. Warhol? No. No, no, no. no, no, no. It was, he was a friend of Warhol. He had little glasses. It's a, it's he had a, short hair. It's a black dude, right? No, he was a, he was a white trucking. guy. Keith, Keith Herring. Keith Herring. Keith Herring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you spell that? Keith Herring. Like H-A-R-R something. Herring. H-A-R-R. There you go. I was right. Oh, okay. So he's got the... Yeah, he had the... Yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Keith Herring. There you go. That shit. Okay. Keith Herring, that bike. Keith Herring. Now, personally, I'd just slap black checkers all over it and make it a ska bike. You fucking know it. Yeah, but that market is kind of niche, though. Uh, I wouldn't say no. I I wouldn't say no. You could put a still. You could put a sticker on the back that said Trump won. Uh, (laughs) You know that uh, Anne Marie would dig the shit out of that bike if if you did it that way? Because they're into like the Warhol. Well, and that's another thing. And I will tell you that the Waterspoon, we never, ever, ever had a problem selling the Waterspoon. We sold the shit out of the Waterspoon. I mean, we sold the fuck out of that bike. And so this Keith, the Keith Herring thing, you know, and some some types of Keith Herring are better than others. Well, um, he was a gay man, so he's just, gonna just have black and white. Just just put the the black. uh, So I do I I do like that. Yeah. I, I do I like really it. like that Keith Herring idea. That's a really good idea. Um, that's that's a real good solution to this problem. And he's dead, so he's going to have a hard time suing you. Also true, yeah. right? That's, that's <laughs> I, I like where that's going. Yep, I do approve of all those things. So that's a good, that's decent. That's a really good idea yeah. for a way to, to unfuck this pig because it really is, oh. it's tough. You could do you could do the uh, the blood splatters and handprints of like the zombie apocalypse scooter, <laughs> but again, you gotta love it eight thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, and I gotta sell three of them. Oh, yeah. 
All right. well, this makes it sense because be. it's artsy. Yeah, no, no, art. but this is a real that's good, a good. That's one. a solid yeah. one. This is a real good direction for one yes. of them. I yes. like this a lot. In yep. fact, we could do that. We could just put a P in front of the USA, so Piaggio USA. Uh, we could <laughs> acknowledge that. Right, acknowledge their 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 extreme. I mean, honestly, like your your tiki bike is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, was, that was the other thing. I'm like, Kevin Moore, here you yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Here's yeah. a white bike. Pinstripe the yeah. shit out of that Pinstripe thing. the fuck out of yep. it. Yeah. yeah. And, that would be, and that would also be kind of fun because I do like that it's the, we're de-beebering it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're de-beebering it and rebranding it. Yeah. Which I think is really good. What's the opposite of Bieber? What metal band is like? like all of them. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> Pretty much all of them. Uh, yeah. Bad brains. Any of them. Yeah. Is there you enough love for the uh, the keep on trucking guy? In you there? could just put the Beatles on the one on the side. Oh, the white. It would be the white album by the white, white album by Beatles, and that. <laughs> and it's hard to find somebody who doesn't appreciate at least some of the Beatles stuff. Just put the Beatles on the side. Oh, that's great. Oh. That is fucking great. But you have to have like you uh, have to do the sound system though. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> and it has to be. Um, what do you call it when it's like a biography that's not done by the person? The un. The unauthorized, uh, unauthorized anthology, right? Unauthorized uh, Beatles edition, dude. That's a pretty goddamn good idea. That's not a bad idea mm. either. And then, because you could also do a little, you know, a period correct John Paul, John Paul George and Ringo. Oh yeah, and you could. Oh, put you can them, make that in a stripe. Yeah, a, a black stripe. Yeah, just that. Those images, right? You get sued out the asshole, but it'd be fucking great. <laughs> it's a custom. He wins in court. Any? It's not a. It's yes, not a. Too. It's not a trademark. Too it's too it's a custom bike. We it's did a Beatles homage. custom. An homage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an. It's a tribute. If I want to airbrush Willie Nelson on my gas tank, nobody right. can stop me. Exactly. You're right. You're right. But you're right. also not a commercial dealer. That's true. That's exactly right. So basically what he'd have to do is Phil would have to sell you the bike for 15 Phil sold the bike to Oscar. Oscar customized it. it, And then you traded it back in and now Phil's stuck with this Beatles bike that he has to get rid of. I disagree. We built this Beatle bike for a customer and they didn't pick it up. I just sell it as a white fucking Vespa Sprint. Nobody's ever going to And you know what happened? You know where all that art came from? I don't know. Out of the goodness of my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the goodness of my heart. Yep. And that is, and that's true, and it lends itself to the black and white iconography of the whole thing. It actually yep. works really well. That's that's pretty fucking cool. That would cool. be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that would be neat. Uh, Checkerboarded, make it a ska bike. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I heard that before. I know. I, it's not. I meant to, but I, I, I think it's, I think I'll the market it. is not. <laughs> yeah, you I think that, and look, there are plenty of people who are 53 years old, have a little disposable income that still love ska. I love that, Scott. Right. Don't get me wrong, but I, yeah. I, I think that the number of people that would be interesting are less than. Yeah. You could also do that. The other thing would be like the, like the, you know, the wheel of hypnotism. The, oh, the. Oh, yes. that would be swirly. Oh, a, a Joker idea. bike or some shit like that. Put a bunch of ha-has on it and Put fucking hip, swirly. Make it a hypno bike. That's true, too. You could yeah. dye the seat green, like puke green and fucking. Oh, now, yeah. now, let's see what happens when a celebrity bike does capture the spirit of the person that it's if you know supposed to invoke spider web this elvira. is the elvira bike yeah that's cool and you kind of knew it was the elvira bike before you even told you it was the elvira bike yep. because it has several elvira elements <laughs> in the bike it should have had in the front of the seat should have just been cleavage <laughs> 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 but the elvira vespa cool is a bike that was being it's a limited edition Vespa, but it's not being done by Vespa. 
Do you know why you can tell it's not being done by Vespa? Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Yeah. And it makes sense. So this is something that the dealer in LA is doing, and they're doing a limited run of them. Well, the obvious thing, too, is the yeah. white stripes. Like, do a white stripes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. But the, the, to me, the the debeberfication is very cool. Yeah. I, I like the idea of the debeberfication. Yeah. yeah, at least for two out of the three, that has to happen, dude. Because if not, they're not going to move. Oh <laughs> yeah, the twenty's not gone anywhere. That'd be the first one. Well, you know what's funny is the the twenty twenty two, the one that's currently yeah. out there. That is this close to becoming a non current because look at where we are in the calendar, boys. Mm. And so once it becomes a non current, oh. then it's instantly devalued, right? Mm-hmm. Even in the eyes of Vespa, right? It's devalued, and then it's no longer is qualified for price protection, right? Ah. And so once a, once a vehicle is non-current in the con, in the dealer contract with Vespa, Piaggio, is that then any dealer in America that has one can then just race themselves all the way to the bottom. And so you might run into mm. a situation where every dealer in America that has Biebs on their floor, the second the 2023 comes out and the 2022 becomes non-current, they're, they're all going to drop their prices like mad just to get somebody to pull the trigger on the bike. Mm. And so I think it might be an interesting thing to take one of the bikes and debeber it. Mm-hmm. Just debeber it. Leave it all white and everything else. And then take another one of the bikes and do some sort of, some sort of a project with but it. Besides project just debebering with it, it yeah. I think you have to make it actually useful and put black hand grips or whatever. Oh, no, I think it's going to have to have That's one of the black everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to have to be... It's going to have to be what it should be. It's going to have to be. How much can you get for the white hand grips and the white floorboards and the white seat on the eBay? Negative five dollars. Okay, you'll yeah, pay. No, I'll pay you five dollars to take Dude, them away. The red, yeah. Well, the then, red, that, then that shit stays on the bike. The red right. seat. Yeah. I had when we were unboxing them when I was volunteering here. I had gloves on that I washed obsessively, and I'd still yeah. to get it out of the crate. The red seat would have smudges to the point yeah. that I'd have to clean it. Yeah. I can't so, imagine. No, we don't. If it's takeoffs, we want. We don't want takeoffs. We can't get money for. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is, you know. But I'll bet if you kept them long enough, somebody would wreck their Bieber and be looking for the white seat. <laughs> and then you, get, then you, just, you just put it on eBay yeah. for a forever listing That's at, true. at $1,000 for the whole set. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, right. and actually, somebody that actually rides their Bieber that is actually a Bieber fan, they're only going to get like three days out of it before they want new ones anyway. Right. Yeah. Cause they're going to be filthy instantly. Yeah. There's no way you're going to keep or that. They're going to have, you, the, you know what? That's for the, that's for the squeaky clean tennis shoe people. Right. Which that's I think who, is your target. Audience that might be our that target bike, market for that bike. I mean, that yeah. might be our oh, sneakerheads. Yeah. Sneakerheads. Do you have a perfectly white pair of Nike, Nike Air, Air Force twos? Yeah. yeah. Right. And no, I them, don't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I'm saying this is a general out there. This is the bike for you. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So right. they're going to put a decal of uh, Jordan? Well, just... no, because they, they, these yeah. guys all have the wall of sneakers. In they do, oh, right? yeah, you do. Then they put the Bieber in the middle of You're the wall right. of sneakers. You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. The only person, the only person that gave a thumb up, not two thumbs up, one thumb up to this bike, came in my shop wearing a Make America Great hat again. Wow. So oh, that's right. Yeah. He, was, oh, he said shit, it matched his hood. Yeah. And that's exactly it. The yeah. dude walked oh, up and he's like, well, the only bike in here I like, the only one that looks any good at all is that all white one over there. I, that, what's what's the deal with that? I said, that's a special limited edition that Vespa did. And he goes, really? I said, yeah, that's a special limited edition that Vespa just did. That's a brand new bike. That's fresh. That's, that's, that's the way that comes. I didn't make that. That's how that comes. And he's like, 
out of all the bikes in here, it's the only one I like. Take I it. said, well, this is the Grand Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember you. when Honda came Good out with you. the Arian edition? Uh, um, you didn't know about that? <gasps> so they had, Honda had the Arian edition 929. It was a, look it up, the Honda Arian Edition 929. Oh, no. So, but I think it was spelled a little bit different for Arian Racing. No shit. No, that's Orion Racing, you no, knuckle it's fucker. Not. It's not, dude. Look at it. I swear to God, it's Arian Racing. It's the 929. It's the school bus theme. No. It's, no, it's red, black, and white. It was a pretty badass bike. I kind of want It's not. I know the bike, and it was not Arian Racing. It was. 929. <laughs> Honda 929. You have to put it in Honda 9, CBR 929. Okay, dude, this was my this was my genre, man. Nine hundreds, nine two nines. This is all I did for years. Okay, it's Aryan racing. I'm telling you, not Aryan like A A R I N. It's like E R I O N, but it's Aryan. Okay, then put it in nine two nine. I'm there. I'm trying. I, I'm not sure I'm I know where up. this is gonna go. You gotta put it in nine hundred nine two nine CBR nine two nine. Well, you, the more letters we have to add, the more it weakens your argument. The, the, <laughs> the proof of this. Why is it not cold? On? Because you're oh spelling it wrong. I'm fucking spelling it. Oh, right there. That's it. Which one? That. Your mouse is one? on it. The middle one. That's the Aryan Racing 929. Okay. I don't think that's going to be about the bike because it's a story about Indian. Literally, it says Indian people preferring cheap bikes. Okay. but that, So I don't <laughs> think that's going to be our solution. That's it. What does it say? It on the says, Ira, Ari, this is, it starts with an E. That's what I told you. It's know, Orion it's, Racing. It's Aaron. No, but it's, it's Aaron or Aaron or something like it's that. It's E-R-I-O-N. Yes. That, that is. Well, they made the joke because Chubbs used to own that bike. And so okay, he was so a white supremacist. So, so an Ari- idiot so made the saying, joke, right? What I'm saying, Fucking though, Chubbs. is it, it goes from Aryan racing, but then you can have See, actually. Now, now, when I spell the name of the company correctly, which is Orion, which is what I said, it's Orion. E R I O N. Aryan. Aryan. No, Aryan is you have blonde hair and just speak with an accent Blue of the eyes. north of German. Some people just see show. what they want to see, so Phil. Exactly. I think you're ah. right. Aryan Racing is this company right here. Yeah. And that's the Aryan Racing. They also did the school bus. Yeah. I know about the school bus. I see Aryans everywhere. Yeah. Even we when need to throw this out to listen. Where's the school bus? Suggestions. Oh, see, I didn't see that one. Yeah, there's the school oh. bus. But anyways, my huh. point was is that you can make that, the Vespa, the Aryan racing Vespa. Yeah. I'm going to go have a rib. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the school bus paint scheme that they okay, did. Okay, yeah. okay, right, right. right, that was Bruce Transportation. Bruce Transportation did the school bus. Aryan did these guys. Yeah. They're but they're not... Aryan, they're Aryan. It's a pronunciation <laughs> difference, but everybody yes, I knew. Well, Ar- it's also a spelling difference, Sleepy, and that makes all the difference in the world. Right, Creepy Steve? No, but listen, everybody I knew <laughs> called those the Aryan Racing Edition. Right. I don't know. I thought that was what it was called. It, you can say E-R-I-O-N is Aryan. You can. Okay. If you're wrong. Well, I'm not yeah, saying I'm not right. wrong, but yeah. I'm, I was also slightly right. Okay. Slightly right. <laughs> That's what his surgeon said. <laughs> I, if I were Orion Racing, I would literally have on the front page of my website not Arian pronounced Orion Racing. <laughs> Is it? Are you cool with that, A.A. Ron? Yeah, A.A. Ron. I, like I swear, I think they say Arian or Arian or something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're not hey, gonna be hearing way. much from Jonathan. That's all right. That's cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Uh, you know chomp, what? Chomp, I, chomp, I, I know chomp. what? I could. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave myself open to the fact that I could be absolutely wrong. So I'm gonna let the internet answer. How do oh, you pronounce the, the, the Google spell? Uh, um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Oh, we We're gotta go to all. Yeah, we gotta go to all. Yep. All right. Okay. Where's the uh, the cor- the correct YouTube the correct pronunciation of? All right. Let's find out. This is interesting. We'll see what it says for all the marbles. Muted. Is it running? It is. Uh oh. Did it say Arian? Yeah, fuck yeah, it did. It did? <sighs> and the crowd goes crazy. I, I was dead uh, serious when I tell you I couldn't hear it. Yep. I couldn't hear it. This isn't working. Oh, yeah, here we go. Let me try it. Max that bitch out. All right, thank All right. you. All right. Oh. Indicated. Oh no, but I, but I do like I do like the way the guys the, the the very first the very first comment from Arian from Arian Hammock. He yeah. says, "I'm sorry, but my name is not pronounced this way. It said Arian, Arian, like I said, Arian." Okay, right? Yeah. Oh, you said Eiron or some shit, right? Orion, 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 yeah, Orion. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was. But I told you, man, everybody Ryan called racing. it the Aryan Racing Bike, and it was always funny for me because yeah. Captain Captain White Supremacist had one. And so of course of he had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. yeah, right. For his white pointy hat. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but, you know, just to go into it, uh, not that we have to, but this is the bike that Vespa had no problem selling, right? That's a good looking bike. Yeah, yeah, that's a this good is a bike that, Right. This is a bike that they were able to sell every single one that they made and left people wanting and nobody got enough of them. And I had people calling me from California. Do you think to it has it. something to do with the fact that like the people that are probably old enough to buy a disposable, not disposable, but they have disposable income enough to buy a Vespa yeah. also were the people that used to see that VW and were like, Oh, I, want I think they saw the Partridge family bust, honestly, because when oh, people yeah, come yeah, into the yeah, shop, yeah. nobody came into the shop and went, Ooh, Harlequin Vespa. Only I did that. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. And other, you know, other touching beetle fags. Right. Right. But, but people came in and said, oh, it's like the Partridge Family bus. Yeah. But that Wotherspoon, and Wotherspoon is a friend of Justin Bieber. They are actual contemporaries. They're, they're friends. Oh. Like, and Bieber's bike that Bieber rides is a Sean Wotherspoon. Hmm. It's like, there are pictures of Justin Bieber riding a Sean Wotherspoon bike. They know each other. They're pals, right? But Sean Wotherspoon designed a bike by simply using parts that were already in the existing catalog yeah. for Vespa. Right. Like, what color do you want? Well, all six colors are there. Right. And then the white rims are a new part. The white leg shield trim is a new part. And obviously the corduroy seat is a new part. But the rest of the bike are all all just parts out of the shelf mixed up. And that was what makes it great. And it also didn't cost eleven hundred dollars more than a comparable Primavera. The price difference in the Wotherspoon is less than the price of the front luggage rack and the seat. Hmm. So it's actually kind of a deal. Yeah. You know, if you you know, if you reduce, you know, whatever the dollar amount is for the luggage rack and the seat, yeah, the Wotherspoon was actually a value. But more importantly, in the time of COVID, when everybody was bummed out and hated life, you had a bike that everybody waved at you on and the bike that made people happy. And, and you know, mm. it was a very enthusiastic bike. People enjoyed it. 
that's a bike that sold out. That's a bike that they couldn't make enough of. And when they said they were only going to make so many of them, then magically they made some more. <laughs> and then magically they made some more, right? And so we had like three runs of Weatherspoon come out and we were ordering, you know, ordering them a dozen at a crack and selling them fucking fast. Never had a problem. Never had a problem selling a Weatherspoon. Can't sell the Bieber. So the problem with the Bieber is that like, even if you de-Bieberify it and trying to, obviously the seat has to go away and yeah. the hand, at least yeah. the hand grip. Yeah. So those, and, but the problem is that you're going to take a hit in those because oh, yeah, nobody oh. will buy ever no. a white seat or, or the hit no, all the grips. Dude, if you ever. do, if you do the Beatles thing, you could take an old Beatles shirt and cover the seat. That would be, that would be cool be too. Mm. Do you know how many people buy a stark white butt plug? <laughs> no one. <laughs> how many people buy a stark white double headed dildo? No, no one. No. You know, everybody know anybody that buys a stark white shovel, oh. right? No. You know anybody that, I mean, seriously, there are things that we don't even produce in the color white because of the environment that they're going to be in. <laughs> right? What about, did you ever get to try to get a hold of whistling diesel and send them some pictures? That's now I got to do it before this podcast drops. John, thanks. Yeah, that motivates me. You're right. That that motivates me to contact Whistling Diesel right quick in a hurry. So let's see if let's see if he wants to dis- disgrace one. Let's see better yet if we can convince him into doing some off track racing with a whole team about Justin Bieber. Just beat the right. Shit out of right. Maybe we could convince him. I'll throw down the challenge that he can't beat me on a on a dirt track. Right. We'll do a quarter mile dirt track. We'll do an eighth mile oval with a crisscross applesauce in the middle. <laughs> We'll do figure eight racing in the dirt, motherfucker, on Justin Bieber's. Bring it on, Mr. Diesel. Mm. Whistling or otherwise, I don't think you can do it. I don't think you can beat me. Best of five laps. Figure eight racing. Let's do it. Yeah. And then the gauntlet has been thrown. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And if he thinks his he can throw down harder on his Bieber than I can throw down harder on my Bieber, we'll see what happens. That's it. But I'm damn sure one thing. We're going to destroy three Biebers. And they'll all get paid for. See who has yeah. the sleekest Bieber? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know what? With, when it comes to the Bieber, being smooth is everything. Yeah. Yep. And once you get past the smell, you got it licked. Floorboards, baby. Yep. That's it. Yeah. There, I mean, look. Do there have with been, a tub of KY under the seat? There have been other Vespa limited editions, right? Some have been good. Some have been bad. Do they have a Levi? I, you know what? I do not recall a Levi special edition. Is that supposed to be a wooden boat? Yes, it is. It is meant in the style of not vintage uh, Italian uh, boats. Yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was the Nautica. Right. And so that concept... Looks like a Chris Craft. It does look like a Chris Craft, right? It really does. And they that had green and red fucking nautical. And so if you look super closely on it, the wood is wood grain. The paint on the sides oh, is yeah, wood is. grain. Right? It looks like the the one that uh, the guy that custom made a, a wooden one wooden mm. frame carved wooden carved wooden yeah. frame right. yeah. Vespa carved wooden frame that looks gorgeous. so that does yeah. look like mahogany or you know yes. a, a good yeah. stained teak of yep. sorts so that really that bike really really does look At least fantastic you're targeting an audience that has some money and could maybe afford one oh right. fuck yeah. yeah absolutely so that bike though ended up not actually making it to production oh. okay. But it didn't get too far off. The bike they gave us was the Vespa Yacht Club. Some of you will remember the Vespa Yacht Club. But the Vespa Yacht Club came in 
any color of white privilege that you wanted. It only came in white with a blue seat. The Vespa Yacht Club was the Vespa Yacht Club. And so this is the Vespa Yacht Club up there. And it's, that's a pretty good example of, that's a pretty good example of like how the prototype becomes a real actual living, breathing bike, right? So that's the Yacht Club. And the funny thing about the Yacht Club is when we had the Yacht Clubs, when they were new, when they were fresh, uh, they didn't sell real well. They, they didn't, they didn't move off the floor. And it wasn't until the Yacht Club you was You know, people in Yacht Clubs tend yeah. to be into boats, yeah. not scooters. I know. Once it was discontinued, though, once the bike was discontinued and we were out of them, then I had like eight people come in wanting to buy one. So it was just, it just took it too long to circle around, like for people to be aware of it. And maybe it was that I sold one Yacht Club to a guy who showed up at the Yacht Club on his Yacht Club and all of his <laughs> other Yacht Club buddies decided to go down to the dealership, but it took him six months to get here. So by the time people showed up with money in hand, bike was gone. It needs to come with a davit so you could load it on your true. boat. That's absolutely true. Yeah, it come to some you know, some tie down points, but that's the yacht club, and that was it. And it had powder coated blue wheels, and then all the the touch points like the the foot pads and stuff. They were all dark blue, so nautical dark blue. So have you ever had another version, a custom limited edition Vespa design that was? As hard to sell as the Bieber. No, ever. and that's and that's saying something because in 2010 we had the all pink. Yeah, I remember it that was one. pink to the front, pink yeah. to the back, and the black seat had a pink stripe around it. Yes, and yep. we managed to sell those because at least with a pink bike, you could argue that all of the parts of the audience that are XY chromosome might be think that pink is cool, right? So you'd think that at least maybe the people who walk into the bathroom with the W on the door would be predisposed to thinking that the pink bike was cool. Or, I mean, like but, you have, ha- but that's half the population. Bieber have, is not half the yeah, population. So it was a color, not a branding. Well, right. And it was a color, not too. a branding. Like, exactly. There's also, obviously, there's the whole, like, the LGBTQ community is pretty big. Yeah. And I think a lot could go with pink. Yeah. But the Bieber's still not even persuading them. I, Breast cancer awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I had there. a... The white parties, the original white parties of the 80s and 90s oh, yeah. were anti-AIDS parties. They were, uh, they were pro-gay, anti-AIDS. Oh. They were celebrity events everybody wanted a ticket to, and if you went, you wore white from the head to toe. Yep. Oh, well, you could yeah. rainbow that bike, no problem. If Mr. Bieber had one fucking ounce of sense, yeah. when he came up and said, I just, you know, I, my idea, my design, don't watch the YouTube video of this fucking guy. Like, when he tells you about how he hatched the brain baby about doing this yeah. bike... It's the dumbest thing and not one of it. The bike could have been any color in the world based on his statement. I don't think Justin Bieber knows what color bike he told Vespa to make. Mm. No, I'm dead serious. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't he think... doesn't mention... I don't think Bieber made the decision. I think Bieber's marketing person made the decision. I don't think Justin had anything to do with it. Because when they asked him about what his thought was on the design of the Vespa, his answer was interchangeable like with anything that would have come out. Okay. Right? So, anywho... If he would have said, like, I wanted a clean white slate or whatever, but he could have come out retroactively. And when everybody said, this is the worst design or lack of design, because it has all the styling of an 8x11 sheet of copy paper. Right. Right? <laughs> That's what it is. It's a plain yeah. white sheet of fucking paper. Yeah. He could have just instantly done one history deep dive, and he could have said, this is to honor the white parties of the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. Calling attention Something, to the AIDS right. epidemic. And as a lot of musicians like myself 
would do anything to attend these white parties and go and show their support for their friends who were dying of AIDS. If he would have come out, I would have given the motherfucker a golf clap. Yep. Right? I would have been like, you wait to seize an opportunity. Mediocrity snatched from the mouth of despair. Mm. Well done. I know you fucked up, but you recovered nicely. You're a believer now. <laughs> and now and now I can sell that story. Right. Yeah, exactly. I can sell that yeah. story. When somebody comes in, I can sell the blood red Vespa with the blood red seat and the blood red wheels and the blood red everything because it's for the red foundation that's there to help moms stop giving AIDS to their babies. What about like a piano keyboard on this? Yeah. Oh, been- yeah, yeah. Yeah. White keys. The white keys, the black keys, yeah, yeah. right? Elton John. We could call it. We could do a Billy Joel edition. Yeah. We could do. Uh, we could do a uh, Ben Folds edition, oh. right? There's all kinds of piano pianopolises people out there we could take advantage of. Yeah. Not even doing the obvious Liberace edition. Hey, Just add some gold to it. Glitter. Yeah, little little gold and some chandeliers, and right. yeah, put some rhinestones on it and call it the Liberace. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why not? Bedazzle the whole Bedazzle thing. the motherfucker. <laughs> Bedazzle that thing from one end to the Bedazzle. other. No, Fuck no, yeah, man. Bring should, it on. You should wrap the seat with denim. Just denim. Denim. Oh. Just just denim the fuck out of it. Just the seat. I, well, that's I, why I said I, I wanted the, the Levi edition. The Levi edition, right? Yeah. Doing a Levi edition. That I want to see a Rick. But dark. Dark, dark, yeah. Oh, I'd buy Mort- that. And Rick. now that's one I can tell you, you'd probably get sued instantly. Because it's too, it's too hot. It's too hot. It's too topical. Too hot. Right, it's too hot. Yeah, go solar opposite. Oh, you probably get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Meeseeks bike. There you go. A Meeseeks bike would be really funny. <laughs> okay. Let's stop talking about this Bieber shit. Yeah. So we're done with the Bieber thing. We're done with. So that. yeah, we're done. But that was the whole idea. What would you do to rescue that fucking that, thing? Because that thing. Put that on it. That looks fucking great. What is that? Which one? That right in front of me. Oh, the stripe. The which the, one? The black stripe. The one that you, the, the the big picture. Yeah, with the this? black stripe and the gold and stuff. That looks way better than the shitty white, just white. Sleepy? What? Sleepy. Not for me, but I'm saying sleepy. Do you know what sleepy. bike that is? Sleepy, do you know what you're pointing to, sir? No. Sleepy. The Celine oh. Dion Dior. Yeah. It's the Christine Dior one. Sleepy. Oh, is that the $60,000 one? You are pointing at the Christian Dior, <laughs> Christian Dior Vespa 946 that will set you back a cool $22,000. A sleeps ride that down the that's yeah. what I'm saying. But all I'm saying is, is like, look, it's not my style. Yeah. But I can see somebody buying it's better that than for the, the design. It's yeah. If you're beer. a Saudi Arabian prince. Yeah. yeah that's your jam. That's right your there. jam right, right there. I totally get it. If you're, uh, if your name, my ex-wife would. If buy you that. sit She'd behind be the Donald Trump golden microphone, yeah. you probably own this bike already. Well, right? my, my ex-wife would buy anything that's you know like the Gucci. Yeah. The Gucci Vespa and all that stuff, which is funny because like. I'm pretty sure the Christian Dior shopping bag down here might cost more than the $22,000 Vespa. I'm making that up. I'm just, I never like 946s because they're heavier than a GTS 300 and slower than a 50cc. Where do you even come up with the 946? It's not 946cc. No, no, it's from the, one of the original Vespas. So if you go yeah. back into the, the Vespa histories. Of, it's stupid. It is stupid, but it was a Model <laughs> 946, yeah. So, but that is calling that bike a 946. It was just going back to an archaic Vespa model. So that's why they did it when they did it with that pointy butt Art Deco shape with no storage area. I guess looking at that though, right? Yeah. You can take an exercise of of design and Mm -hmm. look at that, that those stripes, if it didn't have all the gold shit on or anything, just the classic stripes make it cool. 
Like so the beaver, but they're not classic stripes, Sleepy. If you get up close to them, no, 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 no. you realize that those but are anything all, other than oh, just clear those white. are all Dior logos. Okay, but it, from a distance, it looked like stripes. I'm just saying. Oh, I know. Anything just something. other than right. just clear white. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. They are all little. They're all Dior logos. Yeah. Like this thing has the word Dior printed on it like 900 times. Oh, maybe that's something. That and the culture. The bag holder. The fuel tap lever is a CD for Kristen Dior up here, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this is this is where money goes to die. Does it actually run on gas or champagne? Yeah, right. That's exactly <laughs> it. What I thought Coffee was funny are. was <laughs> if you buy the Christian Dior, if you purchase the Christian Dior scooter, you can only buy the accessories at Christian Dior boutiques. Oh, nice. Right. And I don't know if any Vespa dealer actually sold a Dior because I thought that the original thing was that you bought it through your Dior boutique and then the Vespa dealer would deliver it to the Vespa, the Dior boutique, the and you take delivery of it there. Didn't you say that the dudes in San Fran sold one or something? That was the um, uh, the other one. That they well, maybe it was this one. They did two right off the tick. Yeah. So they did yeah. two limited editions right off the tick, and they ordered yeah, more of it in. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Oops. Oopsies. I think that was the original. No, that was that was just when it was a nine forty six, and it was ten grand. Oh, okay. They just did it when it was ten grand at a nine forty six. Oh. They sold two right off the tick, gotcha. and then ordered a whack more in, and realized the they two people just... in town that wanted them both got them. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was no fight to get them after that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no shit. Uh, so hate mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, yeah. Likes, everybody likes hate mail. Fuck, fuck corporate Steve. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they're 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 out. They're, yeah. yeah. Out for blood. They're making sure you know about it. Uh, so it what. What is funny, though, is now that we've got the different system and now that all the podcast, you know, all the Patreon supporters are getting the number for the new bat phone, right? The new party line, the new number. So we have definitely come into some different things where there are people that are like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool. I'll I'll play along with that. Did we get any pictures? But it's also, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that, right? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that because there's apparently some... I'd say there's some gruntles going on. Mm. Yep. That, that there are people out there that are gruntled with us. Good. And uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> John's it's good. All right. How, <laughs> how about like just, how about one that just says hate mail? Yeah. Nice. Love it. Okay. Love it. Ready? Brief and to the point. Please make this really personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you guys need to go over winterizing your motorcycle? I said that in the hold last... On, hold on. <laughs> Question mark, exclamation point. Sleepy tells the same fucking story once a week for about a month and a half. So why not do it once a year? Meaning, why don't we winterize? Why don't we talk about winterizing once a year? What's we do in the winter, fucker. <laughs> hold on. We're not done yet, it's Sleepy. six months out of the year. Okay. <laughs> He'll attack other people. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I right. can't remember anything, so I don't know what Take I'm, it. Just yeah, take it. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, don't take it. Give it back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Like the song says. Is that why you've been so damn slow releasing the original episodes? Ooh. Afraid there might actually be some content in there that might help people? Burn. Fuck, fuck me running. At this rate, we will get to episode 130 in 2037, if we are lucky. <laughs> you wouldn't have... <laughs> You wouldn't have to have so much filler about booze and bullshit if you guys actually answered the fucking questions I send. I thought simply asking two questions last time would greatly increase my chances of getting them answered. But of course not. You simple-minded motherfuckers did help fix the dream. But what about the rarity between the 250 and the 305? Cheers, gentlemen. P.S. Oh, Jesus. P.S. 
John. Jesus, you better, is his Patreon paid up? <laughs> like real up? Like this, this is like uh, so oh the rareness between the, the two. PS, so this one's for you. Yes, for you. The T. The no, no, no. We're not done yet. Oh, he's got to smack you in the. It's dick. for you. Yeah. P.S. John. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I've got a video that I've been holding on to for a really good question oh. that I will send you guys. Get your shit together. It will prove they're real and I'm not catfishing you. Okay, thank you. See, I was worried about that last picture. I was like, yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank okay. You. All right. Now, now you got his okay. attention. So now for Matt Davidson and the rest of the podcast, podcast people and Patreons who feel like we're not giving them their fucking money's worth. <laughs> We did cover all of Matt's questions, okay? We read his podcast. He we read his Patreon-based message to us yeah, from the did. bad phone in the in the episode. Now, granted, it was a week later than he thought it was. Yeah, maybe he hasn't fair enough. And it. maybe you haven't caught up, Matt. But that's not a us problem. That's a you problem. <laughs> Man. So bend over backwards to make this out, cocksucker happy. And quit, right. And quit <laughs> picking out pictures of girls that you don't know on the internet and yeah, sending them to lame. us and claiming them to be your, you know, yeah. significant other. That's fine. But she lives in Canada. We did talk about the rarity between the 250 and the 305. Yeah. And well, first of all, there's no such thing as a rare Honda. Also true. True. But yep. the two fifties were like earlier on. You're only going to find those earlier in like this when in the first runs. Most of that, in fact, for a while it came out as a 250. Uh-huh. And in fact, you can actually, if you're really careful, you can find a 250 Honda Dream Scrambler. That's right. Ooh, what? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Look for it. You'll find a high pipe, a high Honda, pipe. A high pipe oh. Honda Dream Scrambler. Yep. And, you know, that was, and I still don't know to this day whether that was a dealer kit or if that was an actual production-based model, because they are as rare as rocking horse shit. And I'm sure at some point you could get a 250 or a 3, 305 at some point. Right, Ooh. yeah. But then it, it just devolved into the 305, yeah, and then they, they, were, they, yeah. they made a bajillion of the they 305s. They made a bajillion. And so this Dream CS71, and John's absolutely right, early as piss, 1958. Damn. Okay? And to also... This is a picture of a picture of one for 10 bucks. Uh, that's, you know, talk about rare. That's fucking rare. But yeah, it was called the CS71, right? And they are fucking rare. That's and I have not seen one in human person. Seen them a couple times you down in Mid-Ohio. Yeah, really? in Mid-Ohio. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I've not seen one in person. I saw one that I thought was one, but it was a 305 with high pipes on it. There, Matt Davidson, are you learning something fucking now? Let me tell this story real quick. Oh, no. Winterizing bullshit. No, it's, and I think what his argument was was that we could tell a winterization every fucking year. Just one time. One time, right? One time. And so we're, we'll, we'll leak some winterization onto you eventually. Now, if you're in, in a place like Wyoming where it's already snowing sideways. That implies that we do anything but exactly what we want to do in this podcast. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's also true. true. Um, but I do think that the, I think that the release of the, the Dream 250 was bloody fucking early. And the release dates of the 305 was long. And, and that's 
big. That's the reason why. Like you figure, the earliest super hawk you can get is a sixty-one. Right, exactly. Which yep. I don't know if they came out with the super hawk or the dream, the three hundred five super hawk or the co five dream. Ooh, I think first. the dream was first. So if you're talking a two fifty, it's probably like sixty or earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. That, I think, would account for the rarity. I think that would just because of uh, the limited run of the number of years it was available. And I, I really do believe that, of course, they, they made so many 305 dreams. So many dreams. And they made a shit ton of 250s, though. You would be surprised yeah. how many right. 250s are out there. Even though they were only made for a little bit, yep. they made a ton. Well, Honda didn't make a small number of any of them. You know, that was the whole thing. And I don't know how long they made them. They may have, they may have started making them in the late, you know, end of the fifties into the sixties. Yeah. Which is funny. Cause I, I think for a time they were selling them both for a while. I'm on this national locator and they're saying that, you know, that a bike called the dream existed in 1972. But what I'm realizing is it was just called the dream when it was really a CB 250 K four. Well, they called the CB 750 was a dream. A dream. And, you exactly. Know. That's exactly right. They're so, all a dream to me. They're oh, all no. a dream to me. Yep. And so that's a bike that was probably carried on in the Asian market for a really, really long time, but didn't get carried on a lot in the U.S. market. And, you know, there's also, you get into that Benley thing, too, where people get into the Benley discussion. And when you are looking at the dream family, and that's anything with a stamped steel frame. Mm. And, you know, that stamped steel frame, whether it was a, a 160 the 250, the 305, uh, I'm trying to think of. Benley was, though, a sports bike. It, it was definitely meant, it was. was. meant to be a sports bike, and it did have a stamp. But the, and those were also small displacement. Those mm-hmm. were, yep. I think, started as 125s, yep. and then were later 150s. You can get a 125 or 150. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, the you know, the Benleys, that's a thing that people really, really go out of their way to be like, oh, I've got a baby dream. And they'll be like, no, I don't have a baby dream. i got a Benley. That's not right? a Benley. Right. So... Well, that is that one happens to be a Bentley. That's a Bentley. Yeah, that's you know, a Bentley. Yep. If you go back earlier, like the early Bentley with right. the, the weird seat on it and everything, like yep. that's what I call. Isn't it. that what Nick just got at Middle Yeah. yeah. Or well, you, you no, picked it up yeah, and Dan took and it. Up yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Bentley Racer. Well, there, yeah, there were a number. There's so many different iterations. God bless their heart for being Honda and offering them a lot of different ways. But you know, there was the Bentley Police Bike. So they did a. They you know for a lot of markets they did a Bentley. Uh, CA95, and that's the police seat on it. Might have to yep. get my phone. So that's that's a particular... Uh, that's a handsome fucker. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of hate in that bike right there. Yep. But when you're looking at this, so there's your street right there. There's your sport bike, your Cafe oh, Racer. That, that's yep. the one I'm talking yep. about. That's exactly right. And that is still stamp steel frame. It's just a different gas tank on it. Yep. Still has the what softened... What year is that? Good question john let's find out i'm gonna go ahead and throw the picture up to the screen so we 60s. can all appreciate it all right let's share it with the whole class that one is sexy it's got a different tank too it's got like a uh, square tank it looks like and that's the thing so this had this and uh, if you see the bike uh f- there's your standard model mm. right and then there's your sports model Ooh. And that had the very first Ducati Hurchin in the testicles uh, yeah. gas tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, I remember yep. that tank. And there's the Super Sport. Yeah. Yep. The pipes, man. Yep. So there is a wackadoodle of 125cc up to 250cc Honda Street Twins. Um, and the good news is, yep, they, they do kind of follow the format 
with the CB, and I know it's not actually city bike, but it doesn't hurt to do that. Uh, but the 175, and you can just kind of go through the lineage and... Oh, oh, boy, not just a Honda Rebel, but a Honda with Rebel with scroll work on the gas tank. Such a limited edition, such a valuable and rare bike. So it really is, I believe that when we're talking about bikes of that generation, of that particular ilk, Honda did let their marketing department go with it because they did have cafe racer versions. They had Clubman versions. They had Scrambler versions. And they made kits and they sold them as complete units. So they came both ways. You could get one set up in any configuration. That's pretty cool. Look yeah. how long that front, the front fender is like almost down yeah. to the middle of the wheel. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And if you saw the Dreams, the Dreams all had the notoriously fat, chonky, flared fender. Yeah. You know, so those are all the, yeah. I want to be a police bike when I grow up fenders. Yep. And they, uh, that are hard to find, that aren't, the bottom isn't squished up. Yes, because the curbs exist on planet Earth. Yeah. Yep. Because driving down off a curb usually nerfs them pretty fucking badly. But yeah, yeah I like the, the CB92. CB92. Ben, yep. Benley Sport 1959. Yep. That's the one right there. And you're right about that front fender. That front fender goes on for days. It's got a nose to it. Yeah, that, that is a schna- pre-schnobble schnobble. Well, you got to get the, the ones that have the seat with the bump stop on the back. Yeah, yeah. and that, I'm sure if we look at that, that's the one right there. Oh. Yeah. So that's so the trick is that's called the race kit. So when you yeah. see that seat and you see that tank, mm. that's an aftermarket item. Is that, that was a fiberglass sold tank through or was the that deal? a yeah. metal tank? No, was, I thought it was plastic or fiberglass tank. You're on the tip of my knowledge. Yeah, Okay. And I have a dream. I have a 50 dream with the Cafe Racer kit. Hmm. That's a dealer supplied kit nice. from 1962 that I own that has the plastic gas tank hmm. and it has the high pipes and all that fun stuff. Neat. Uh, so I've got one of those hiding around somewhere. And But if you went to the dealership and you said, give me all the cool parts... This is what you ended up with, you know? Interesting. Pretty fucking cool, you know? You know what? You're riding that bike, and yeah, it's a little 125. Oh, it's a little tiny bike. But it's 1959. Right. And look at your competition. Yes. Oh, okay, exactly so there's right. a much bigger Harley Davidson over here, but it leaks oil like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's only got the kick starts. I think these had electric starts. They did, yep, yep. And you're bulletproof. Up to 10,000 RPMs. It really is, I mean. Oh, look at that little, yeah. that little fairing. Yeah, that's, yeah, this is the thing. And I was like, when we talk about where Honda was. Now, this is the race bike, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's the actual proper 1961 race bike. That's the one that was on the racetrack and, and the whole shoot match. 125cc, you know, GP motorcycle racing. And this is the one that when they made the Dream 50, yeah, that was okay. Forty years later, that was the. Homage. This is the bike that right. This mm. this was the origin. This was the original, they, as opposed to the uh, later edition. A dude on the uh, vintage motorcycle group on Facebook. Yep. Went to an auction last weekend, and they they sold one of those the homage ones in a crate. Like they found an uncrated one. And no, that's not even surprising. <laughs> that's, the H is silent. Oh, homage. Like, like the PNC. That's not even surprising, <laughs> Sleepy, because a lot of people bought those just because they're like, 
I'm just buying this because it's super rare. Yeah. And oh, gotcha. so they just and there's probably it. a lot of them that got bought and left in the crate. So gotcha. the Dream yeah. 50, um, there's a guy that I know. The cool thing is you can buy that tank. There's I saw a place yeah. at one point that was selling that tank for like 120 bucks. Yeah. Damn, wow. Yeah. And there's a reason. And you for could that. throw it like right on a CB160 and make it look just like right. That. So this is the Dream 50, and so the Dream 50 disc brakes front and rear. You know what's interesting is that they actually used a stand-up motor and not well, the yeah, fucking because lay down 50. that's like, you know. because this little motor is several thousands of RPMs, twenty thousand right. RPM. Yeah, it's, it's dual a overhead little cam. monster motor, right? And so this is definitely one of those things that when they came out with this bike years and years and years later, and I'm going to guess that the MSRP on that thing was over seven grand, I think. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, well, for a, for a 50cc bike, 54.99. Damn. Yeah, 54.99. And how many years ago? A long time so ago. So that's like 10 grand yeah. years ago. Well, you say a long time ago, but that about 10 years ago, maybe 15. 1998, 22, oh. 24 years ago. God, it sounds like, it really? seems like just yesterday I was looking at I'm like, yeah. I remember so when wait, it came but think out. Think about it. So in 98, six grand was like 15 grand. Yeah. Like, 24 that years was a ago. a lot of money. Yeah. You could have got, wait, in 98. So in 2000, I bought a ZX7 for $6,500. No, these, when they came out, they were super special. Like, you were, had to be like a money race guy that really wanted like to have yeah. this super I'm just saying, though, for a 50cc bike, I literally bought a ZX7R yep. for like $6,500. Brand right. new out the Brand day. new out the but day. But I don't know what, their top speed is not, I don't remember what the top speed is. But 50. Yeah. Yeah, it's 50. But still, I mean, yeah. It's not even close to being respectable. Yeah, it's 50. <laughs> I rode them. Um, this guy that we know had a, a stable of them mm. and he had a couple that were uh, street legal and a couple that were track legal only and a couple that had been Dang. breathed on a little bit here and there and everywhere. And, uh, and I got to ride them around and what I can tell you is. Uh, it, Look, it was all about the looks. It would have needed a 10 speed transmission to be able <laughs> to get everything out of that 50 CC motor and keep it. Yeah. To keep it where it wants to rev. And because on the Tomos two speeds like passing you and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, I was, I was kind of, I didn't want to hurt his bike. And I was like, cause he's bigger than I am. And I was like, I'm not going to hurt this bike. I know how rare it is. And he's like, look, I got six of them. This yeah. one's, this one's a good daily rider. Take it out. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I rode it around his, you know, his, his business. I rode it around his parking lot. He goes, no, 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 no. You got to take it to red line. Damn. And I was like, I really don't want to do that. And I did, and I took it out to Redline, and and it's still, yeah, it was still You're 50 like, miles an hour. Still don't get it. <laughs> yeah, 49 cc's, man. Sometimes there's no replacement for displacement, mm. but that's the thing, and that's you know, and that's really now, what it was. Is that a twin 50? Yes. Or, oh wow. Yeah. Twin so they're 50. tiny little fucking. Little well, it's a four. It's a single with four valves, so it's twin exhaust valve, twin intake okay, valve. Right. Okay, that's okay. the right way oh. to configure it. Yeah, that's the right way to say it. It's not a twin cylinder. It's a Twin exhaust port, twin, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It's okay. like all the RVPC motors. Or, sure, yeah. sure, sure. RV. RV. FC. FC, yeah. Yeah, Rotor, radial. Radial four valve. Four valve, RFV. Single cam. Yeah, single, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, but that's not a single cam. That's no, a this cam. is a super dual cam. But they did this, what the fuck was that thing called? Uh, was it a Sky Team? Is that what I'm thinking? Oh yeah, yeah. They have one. <laughs> yeah, you know like what? It. I really kind of feel like Matt Davidson's getting too much of his money's worth here. Matt Let's just change out. Let's read some more hate mail. 
<laughs> Do we have another one? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Matt Davidson. Let's go on to something. Send a real Thanks. video That's next it, time. Matt. We're cutting you off. He, he put us right in his fucking pocket, you know? Right I on. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. Send some more pictures and then we'll think about Send it. Send the video and then we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Sky Team Ace. I remember that. Yeah. So that's, you know, now this, though, is this is not a dual overhead cam 20,000 RPM motor. No. This is a fucking push rod 125. Yeah. So, you know, mm. call Team Slow because this ain't going to be real fast. It's got to be faster than 50 miles an hour. It is. It is probably going to be faster than 50 miles an hour. But I can also tell you that nobody's ever got super excited about a push rod. 125 and you know this is definitely all all talking no hot wax i mean it looks it looks the business it looks the deal right i've got an xl 100 motor that'll go right in there that would be a thing that would be a real real i think that's a real good use of somebody's time i think that really is to re-motor a sky team or a sky team ace that to me feels like a good spot where you could get a little real fizzy motor in there Get some kind of super happy four valve one twenty five in there oh, from insert name of anybody Kawasaki or stick a two stroke one twenty five in a dirt bike motor and, and also why not right yeah. right why not that, there's no reason not to get funky with it and again it's a Chinese bike so like once you find somebody who's like can crack the seal and say like I'm gonna bring in a dozen of these cool cool I'm in. I gave him eight hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Here's my thousand bucks or whatever. Um, yeah. Bring in eight of them. Bring in a dozen of them. I don't give a fuck. And then you could do all kinds of kooky projects with it, right? Because there's tons and tons of stuff out there. There are fun little motors that fit in all kinds of cool shit, right? And you can you can play around with stuff like that. So anyway, but that's the that's the whole thing about when we talk about something that's an original. You know this this photo kind of this photo kind of does a good job of showing you the similarities between you know the the sky team ace and the actual honda and that's you know certain things china's very capable of copying and this is one of them you know it's not that cutting edge that you can't copy it so that's pretty decent you know and and this is funny because this one right here is the honda dream 50 but in the background that's an actual twin cylinder yeah. That's a two-cylinder motor. Look at those giant, ridiculous overhead cams. So oh. I'm wondering what's happening back there. The race the bikes race of the bikes. 60s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a real let's, proper... Let's build a five-cylinder 125. Yes. <laughs> There's no shortage of bad ideas. So that's, you know, and that's that era. That's that look of those very, very early Honda 60s race bikes that is so attractive and, and always will be. Never, It will never stop being sexy. Oh. No matter what the fuck it is, you know, and they just they look beautiful. They look up a C or an RC one sixty six. Yeah, yeah, that's that is the one. The so the RC one sixty six is the bike. Oh yeah, that is a six Ooh, cylinder. Alan yeah. Milliard built one from scratch. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it's Damn. a six cylinder motorcycle that only has two hundred and fifty cc's, and so when you've got six cylinders that's only pushing down 250 cc's that's fucking amazing i mean that's amazing by anybody's goddamn standards and it's beautiful it's, it's like gorgeous beautiful it is fucking gorgeous you got pipes for days it does have pipes for days word yeah 
And it's I like the air cooled drum brakes with the fucking scoops and everything. Yeah. There is not a single component on that motorcycle that to me looks wrong. Nope. Like everything about that bike looks wrong. Or everything about it looks perfect. And even the deci- like the the team colors to have the the yellow banner yeah. and then the the green bullseye for the race class, um, being the green field with the white number, it still looks fucking great. Yeah, it's weird that those colors work that well. And if you ever want to go on a really fun deep dive, type in RC166 Honda Copy or Honda Clone, oh, no. and then see all of the things people have done Trying. to build their version of that. And there are plenty of thousand CC homages to the, uh, to the RC, to the uh, um, RC 166, including my favorite, which is done with an actual six cylinder CBX. So Ah. to do it with a CBX motor is, is one of my absolute like, well, that was a, a hell of a leap you made there, but you did it. And, uh, Here's the uh, six is better than two. Oh, every single day of the week, right? And yeah, to do a six cylinder um, RC one sixty six with a thousand cc's, one thousand forty seven cc stock. And he even did the exhaust, like all he did everything. He did it right. He did it exactly the way that you should do it. Um, It's yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, come on, what's not to like about that? I suppose one hundred and thirty horsepower, four hundred and fifty pounds. Herspers, herspers, more herspers. That'll get your cockles moving. It will get your cockles moving. And I'm sure with six carburetors and six straight exhaustes, it sounds pretty good too, right? Yeah. yeah, probably sounds pretty awesome. Kind of cover the beans. So, but yeah, I really, I really dig that idea of a, if you're going to take a CBX, yeah, there you go. And now you can't do anything to a CBX because it would be considered more to be blasphemy. Mail. More mail. More mail. Do we got another hate mail? Uh, let me see. I got something. I got something standby. Suck it. I think if you suck want, it, Pete if you didn't want to get beat up, <laughs> if you did something to a CBX and you don't want to get beat up by some purist, you'd have to take like credentials showing that it was like a, a wrecked bike. You know what I mean? <laughs> then you're okay. Mm. The uh, let's see. I'm gonna go back to go back. Oh, tech tech tip. Uh, Just a tip. I don't know. You guys tell me if we talk if we covered this, but. Uh, Dumb tech question that does not require rush reply. Is there an actual rule of thumb for adjusting chain tension on a bike with a center stand when the manual specifically says to adjust it on the side stand? Yes. Yeah, we talked about that in in podcast 150. (laughs) And so when we download that, just make sure you listen to it. Uh, But I would also, if I had to say that, Every bike can have a center stand if you lean the bike against a wall. So if you're if you want to unload a bike off the side stand and see what it'd be like, just fucking lean the bike against a wall Look, or have a I mean, we have can, a helper. We can yank our dicks about tightening yeah. your chain all fucking <laughs> all, day long. All day long. But here's yep. what it is. It's a crapshoot. It is. You tie, your, <laughs> you tie your chain up. You get on the bike. You bounce it up and just down. Little, you, me, me, me. you check it a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. you know what? That feels too tight. Loosen it the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. I it's mean, just, it just it, it. Everything comes down to the design of the, the length yeah. of it, your swing. Arm. If you're riding yeah. the bike and you start hearing the, the chain like rattling, <sighs> yeah. you'll kind of yeah. know when yeah. it's a little too yeah. loose. Yeah, or you'll go and you'll touch it and you'll be like, "Holy shit!" There's a fuckload of play in. Use your yeah. fingies. We'll yeah. take yeah. some of that fuckload of play out. 
Yes. Damn. Absolutely. See, the problem is, is if you do tighten it too much and say you go to your friend's house and then you both get on your bike and then you're both bigger guys, then right. you're going to know that your chain's too tight. Get your wife or whatever you're <laughs> doing and whomever you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sit yeah, on your bike yeah, and have them yeah, give yeah, the... Yeah. Can you see if that chain's too tight or not? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, maybe we can make a tool. How about a gotta tool? Load it up. Or I can sit. Oh. I can sit on the bike, and I got a stick, and I can. <laughs> and I can. Oh, oh, look at that! I can feel my chain while I'm sitting on my bike. So your tool is don't, a stick. Don't look at that man over there. He's feeling his chain off. No, I can't use. No, Oscar, I can't use that tool for it. Oh, it's not that long. <laughs> no, I just don't want to get it wound up in the chain. Didn't. Holy got shit! Got him. <laughs> the. Uh, uh, discussion uh, discussion about gear indicators. We did get yeah, we did. I think we, we did, did that cover one. that. But I know I'm not allowed to say this. Did you say queer indicator? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't see you over the bright light shining above your head. <laughs> your queer indicators on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. So this guy. So Dave. Dave says I bought I bought a CB 700 SC as his first bike in college. That goddamn gear indicator ruined me for years. Mm. I never learned to pay attention to what gear I was in. I started doing track days on an SV650 and had to completely relearn how to pay attention. I got to say, I totally, yes, if you learn, if you get raised on an 80s Suzuki and you have one, two, three, four, five with a neutral light lit up, you will become, you will become addicted to that thing. You will look at it and you'll be like, I'm in four, whatever that means. Mm. But then you take it away and people act like they've become blind all of a sudden. Oh, I didn't know what gear I was in. Well, were you in? You mean I have to keep track in my head? How about if you just don't? How about if you just do this? Just listen to the fucking motor. Yeah. You need need a less gear. Yeah. How about this? Oh, can't go up anymore. I'm in six. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, (laughs) oh, yeah. A lot of my motorcycles would have a ninth gear if every time I asked for one, it gave me one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Many of my motorcycles. In fact, that zero I rode home last night, that'd be up to about a 12 speed by now. Because I kept asking for more gears, and the zero kept going. I have one gear, you dumbass. Yeah. That, that's I'm why a I don't one gear like, bike. That's why I don't like listening to music while I'm running. I, yeah. I pay attention yeah. to the fucking motor yeah. And, yeah. and how everything else is sounding, yeah. and, and that's the yeah. gearing is one of them. Yeah. It's just like okay, if it, if it sounds yeah. revved. Go to the fucking next one. Isn't yeah. that? I feel it. I can feel yeah, it. Yeah, you can feel it. Yeah. My dentist the other day said, "Can you tell me why? Tell me why? Uh, <laughs> can you tell me why?" They have such loud fucking sound systems on Harley Davidsons. Yeah. And I was like, to try well, out their shit. it's a battle between the exhaustuses and the, 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 you know, I personally, the Leonard Skinner, they just want you to know what they like. That's all it but, is. But it is, you have to make your music louder than your exhaust. Yeah. And like Oscar says, you're absolutely right. Because yeah. one half of the Harley Davidsons I own don't have tachometers. Right. Right. It'd be useless anyway because the thing revs out to about 4,900 RPM. So fuck that. By the time you're getting anywhere, it's time to shift anyway. So just get to Top Gear, whatever that is, as quickly as you can and turn down the fucking music because that's the thing is the fucking music is drowning out the already too loud pipes. 
So yesterday when I was riding my 80 Suzuki, staring at the number five as I was riding <laughs> home because it showed me five. I told you guys before the thing. Yeah. But, you know, I came, I came on the highway. I came upon two Harley-esque people. You did. You oh, said yeah, that you yeah, came yeah. across with, with two vests. gentlemen that were patched up. You just patched said came up. like four times. He did say came yeah. a lot. I came oh, multiple I was, yeah. times. I came, right. I came. I came. Yeah. I came. I came. So, but anyways, I came up on these guys and they wouldn't let me came. pass. <laughs> Still won't let it go. Yeah, they would not let me pass. I, I dare just, you to say I approached them. <laughs> from behind I did <laughs> but, so as, I, as you were going gaily forward I was <laughs> gaily forward ah, but they would not let me pass and then they'd switch in front of me in lanes and then they switch back and so I actually had to get off the highway just to avoid whatever fucking conflict so as mm. I said I got home and I googled you know Harley guys not letting you pass and apparently when you're in a 1% club or something <laughs> you have to get permission they have to wave you by if they're going to let you pass <sighs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I know. Such bullshit. That's that's only if I'm two things: outmotored and outgunned. Well, turn I think the, I was right? outmotored. My turn turn that five into a three. Right. Exactly. <laughs> turn that five into a three, and let's explore grab that. hold of all she's got. Let's explore that ten thousand RPM for a second. Yeah. Let's mm. see what ten thousand RPM on an eight hundred and fifty cc four cylinder does against. 2,000 cc's, right? Yeah. A potato, potato. And 2,000 pounds. Yeah, 2,000 pounds. Right, right. Yeah. And they're on the wrong side of 1,000 pounds. I'd say go for it. They were, yeah, right. they were. And then you know what? If they catch you, tip of the hat. Well, there was, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> I'd gone right between them. Fucking yeah. Crisscross <laughs> applesauce, baby. Fake left, go right. Yeah, that's it. Juke right. You got to juke him. Juke right. When he got honestly, it, honestly sleepy. Three gears go. You avoided stupid. Yeah. You right. did the right thing. You yeah. did. Sure. You well, did avoid stupid. I only did that because I was on a bike I didn't think could outrun them. Ah, if I was on any of my other bikes, right. I would have just done exactly you what you gave said. him a, a healthy dose of Africa Twin. Or Z9 right. Hot, whatever. Something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was it the silver Susie or the blue one? Silver. Yeah. The silver would have taken. <laughs> I, I think so too. I do too. It, 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 it will too. do the ton, do but too. that's about yeah. all it's going right. to do. Maybe I can tell you, you it'd if, have been fine if they were uh, riding a 103 or a 108. That they're going to get tops. Tops is 120, right? That's 10, 20 more than I have. Well, okay, all right. Well, there it, you go. Let me yep. explain though. It wasn't like on a lonely road. And what are they going to do once they catch up to you at 100 mile an hour? I don't know. Right. They were yeah. being douchebags to begin with. So <laughs> <laughs> flip you off. But there was also Yelling. traffic, so I wasn't able to like. Just and that's true too. Yeah. Cruise yeah. over to a yeah. lane. No, right. he did the right thing. You did the right yeah. thing. It was on the way. You know, like where you go. I, I know you did the right thing. Harley Davidson Street Glide, 105 miles per hour. Oh. 105. Top speed. Top speed. Yeah. Top speed. You did the right thing by avoiding stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But there I just did, I did But did you ever hear of that before? I never, never heard of that before. Would yeah. have never thought. The fastest. Would have been infuriated. If it happened to me, I don't know what I would have done. Well, yeah. you're big enough, too, that like you could be. I'm not big enough for a guy with a gun, though. No, exactly. True. No, a little tiny yeah. pussy guy with a gun can fucking <laughs> sort me right out. Yeah. But I can tell you one thing for right. sure. I probably would have passed him some way, somehow. Yeah. 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 True. The fastest. Now I'm feeling guilty. You're making me feel. No, no, don't feel guilty. No, you did the right thing. The fastest Harley <laughs> Davidson. For a pussy, you know, hey. <laughs> You're doing all right. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I would have done the stupid thing. Yeah. Well, you I may have ended it. up in a lot of fucking shit. But. Yeah. The fastest Harley Davidson. The FXDR 114. It's one of them newfangled Harley Davidsons. It has nothing to do with any Harley Davidson you're aware of. Um, apparently 160 miles per hour. That's impressive. I uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's so impressive. I think they're lying. 
Who's running a Harley jockey? Harley Davidson would never lie to you. I know, and that's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I do kind of think that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that might be, I think there might be a lot going on there. Is that GPS or is that from the Benelli's? Uh, well, right, nice right, right, right. Uh, Maybe so was- it says, according to this, the FXDR114 has 90 hertz while There's this no way it's going 160 miles. I, I know, and uh, yeah. So while this certainly makes the FXDR114 a formidable beast out on the road, it still isn't comparable to the most heavy-duty models on the market. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, the FXDR can achieve a top speed of around 160 miles per hour, and yeah. 120 is around 160, just like, you know, 200 is around well, 160. If you're 100 pounds you're 40 wet. miles either way, you're probably okay. Just the law of averaging. Did they okay. have a dustbin fairing on it? I don't think. I think this. the magic thing about this number is it was achieved on a dynamometer. Uh, uh, I don't think. I just yeah, don't yeah. think. I just don't think that the bike actually went to 160 miles I mean, physics. I don't know how you'd hold on to that without any fairings or anything on it at 160 miles an hour. I totally agree with you on that one. Front-facing or forward, foot-forward seating position with your your parachute body just holding you back. That'd be insane, dude. I I totally agree. Yep. 1,868 cc's. So, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, 114 cubic inches is 180 and it oh, only gets So it basically gets a half mile per hour per cc. It really does. It gets a half hertz power. Or half hertz. One half, one half hertz per, per cc. That's terrible. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, whole, the whole thing about like, you know, getting 100 horsepower out of a liter bike, right? That's kind of an industry standard. You have, 50, you have 500 cc's, you get 50 horsepower. My 900 has 108. Oh, of course, yeah. Or something right. like that. Yeah. Like pretty close to it. Because it's not from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Right, right. Right. They, they math differently. Um, and also, it's all about, you know, diesels don't make as many RPMs as other things. So that's, that's what they do. So anyway, but I'm, I'm very suspicious mm. of the 160 mile per hour stated or reported top speed of that motorcycle. Bullshit. Very, very suspicious. So yeah, anyway... Uh, I'm going to find out what I got to find out what the top speed of a Harley Davidson road King is. Like uh, well, no, because I have, no, I have gotten the motorcycle 90? to top speed. I concur. Yeah, I concur. I've had the bike go. I've had my road King at 110 indicated miles per hour. And I was pushing on the handlebars. <laughs> I was behind the windshield pushing on the handlebars and it would not go any faster. I would just look at your gas gauge. (laughs) (laughs) I've got about a half a tank of gas. Open the throttle wide open, pass those motherfuckers up and just stay on it. Yeah. It's the honor system. Get on or stay on it. Even if they kind of keep up with you or they're not going to. But you have to understand it was, I I was kind of confused on what the fuck was going on. Yeah. I get you. I'm driving home. I had a nice nice time with my friends. We talked a little bit. Yeah. I'm just, hey, I'm gonna get. I'm thinking, okay, I got to do this for work tomorrow, and all of a sudden, I go to pass these guys, and the dude gets in front of me and breaks, and I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? The last thing you need is some aggro bullshit, right? That's and right. that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's 100 percent true. Yeah. The uh, I don't know. Maybe I would have just been like, you know what? Whatever. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, I don't feel like fucking with stupid today. Yeah, and that's Kinda the, the thing. Right. And apparently, that's a rule. And I'd like to complain to the Ohio Motorcycle Safety Foundation for not including that Oh, rule. did you find, you found the, yeah, there you go. All right, what's, what does it say? Why? I, why? 
Because wait, what is the question? That the question asking? is, why should you never pass a one percenter motorcycle member? I ride for fun and get from point A to point B. Today, I almost passed a Vagos member because he was going slower in the 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 lane over. Anyway, but uh, but the long and short of you know, of course, being that it is Cora, you'll get everything in the world except for the answer. So anyway, <laughs> so that's completely useless information. Again, everyone's giving their anecdotal information. Okay, but other people had this problem. So this is the thing. Like it's like I just found a thing that told you that you can't do it. Well, like if you told me am I allowed to pass a funeral, I'd say no. Because that's in the fucking Ohio driver's guide. It says right, not right. to pass a funeral procession, right? Well, this and, is in the unwritten. Right. And I would say, am I allowed to pass an ambulance? No, you're not allowed to pass right, an ambulance. Right. A fire truck, police car. You're not supposed to pass these things, right? Allowed to pass a fat guy in a fucking cutoff leather jacket. Exactly. <laughs> but the fucking state of Ohio does not have an opinion. They do no. not have a take no. on a fat guy. In a cut vest, right. no helmet, right? Right, putting his hand out as though to block you. Right, he's on a motorcycle too. Yeah, that's yeah. the way. Right. And the thing is, like I said, it was night. Right, and, and that road is not—it's not illuminated. Yeah. So they just saw a single headlight. They couldn't tell if I was a Harley, if I yeah. was a vintage, but they didn't know what the fuck. They're just I was assholes. On. Well, I think it's funny that in this bullshit Quora article, after you know, sixteen pages of wasted bandwidth, not one person gives the goddamn answer. Right. Right. So what does that tell you? The answer is there is no fucking answer. You know? Yeah. A guy wants to, the guy wants to call himself God's gift to fucking motorcycles and say, you can't pass them. It's up to you whether or not you pass them. True. Right. Yeah. I, you know, sleepy. There you go, man. No. Well, and again, you did the right thing. You avoided yeah. the conflict. Yeah. Right. And I don't know how slow they were going. 60. Yeah. Well, 65. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Like I was, I wasn't going, I was doing like 70, 72. Right. And I was gaining on him. So I just moved into the other lane and one tried to go around and that didn't happen. You were proceeding gaily forward. Exactly. You were doing what your motorcycle says to do in the owner's manual. Right. So that's what it says in my Honda manual. Proceed gaily forward. So, yeah. I don't see you could have a problem. Chris Smith brought to my attention earlier today. This this strange thing that's happening, and you know we don't we don't j- talk too much about politics here. And I can have confirmed he does have a joke. Good, good to know. Cool, good to know. So apparently there's been an insane a number. Rash. There's been a rash of Russian oligarchs, etc., <laughs> falling out of windows. Yeah, like, I've seen that. So, so yeah. here's the thing. I'm going to tell you what. I had a meeting with Putin and I fell if out you're a window. A Russian, if you're a Russian millionaire, ranch house from now on. First yeah. things first. You're one floor living. Ground floor. Ground yeah. floor apartments no only. No, no elevators for no you, Aubrey. So let's just go through this list. This is fucking hilarious. Of the depopulation of people that are friends of Putin or not so friends. And a lot of, a lot of them. Who for, gets their money? You know who does? The, the person that the, gave it to them. The state. It reverts back to okay, the state. Okay, so you do know there is that whole thing. The contract with Putin deal was like, I'm going to make you a hojillionaire if you play by my rules, but if you stop playing by my rules, I'm taking the hojillions back, right? You don't get to keep your... There's no parting gifts. You lose the jillions, you're just a hoe. You're right, 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 right. <laughs> there's, no, there's no parting gifts. I'm going to fuck the names up. I don't care. Leonid Shulman, Leonid Shulman, um, in the Leningrad Oblast residences, he's found in his bathroom with a suicide net note, Next to his body, that was nice. They wrote a note. Um, head of transport at Gazprom Investments. Gazprom. Gazprom. So, so just count the number of Gazprom. All there. right, fair enough. Um, Alexander Tulikov, Tulikov uh, he was found in his garage. 
suicide note found on his body. Yay, that's good. Executive at Gazprom. Uh, Mikael, Mikael Watford, uh, in his residence in Surrey, so he's living in the UK, he's living in England, uh, British authorities have not found any evidence of a crime. Um, he's a Ukrainian-born Russian billionaire. Uh, and he's a guy, too, that spoke out quite liberally, quite freely against Vladimir Putin in a few interviews. Vasily uh, Vasily Mynikov, uh, he's a, was found in his Novogrod. He's, he's, he was found in his apartment. Uh, suicide, and he also, his wife and two sons were found dead beside him. It doesn't say suicide note or anything else. It just <laughs> says that wife and sons found dead beside him. They also suicided. He was the owner yeah. of Medstorm. Two of Medstorm. So he's the owner of Medstorm. Um, yeah, they were both suicide. Right. Twice. Yeah, they were suicide by stabbing. Right. Yeah. Well, after yeah. 13 times. 13 times, yeah. <laughs> he shot his sister after. Vladislav Aveyev, in his Moscow luxury apartment, um, wife and 13-year-old daughter found dead beside him. Ooh. Former vice president at Gazprom Bank. <laughs> oh, boy. What did this Gazprom Sergoy, Sergo, Well, Gazprom is the... It's the, it is the monopoly that is the one-way valve between Russia's oh, okay. supply of natural gas and oil to all of Europe. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So these are the people that probably said, we should leave the valves open, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody went... Yeah. All right. Anyone else want to leave the valves open? Anyone else's families want to leave the valves? Sergei Pritasenya. Um, he was found in his garden in his in Spain. He was hanged from a handrail. The wife and daughter were found dead in their beds with blunt axe hits and stab wounds. Former executive at Novatech. Once again, I don't think he went out and bludgeoned his wife and daughter to death. And then after bludgeoning them to death, hanged himself from a rail. Right. That sounds well, legit. You know, I think that he seems was legit. probably pleasuring himself hanging from the rail, and then yeah. they just happened to kill themselves. They did a the David Carradine. Time. He did a David Carradine, yeah. yeah. Or is that Michael Carradine? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Andre Cruz. Yes, right. In excessive, in ex in excessive masturbation. Okay. Andre <laughs> Krukowski, uh, he was in Russia. He fell off a cliff while hiking. <laughs> <laughs> Manager of Estadok Krasnya Poliana Ski Resort owned by Gazprom. <laughs> so even if you own the ski resort that Gazprom owns, wow. you just fell off a cliff. It happens. Okay, here we go. Alexander Subatin. He was in the Moscow Jamaican shaman's basement. We got to unpack that. Yeah. Reportedly died from a drug-induced heart attack during a shamanic ritual Although critics alleged toad poison, that sounds he was like, a, like he was a board member at Luke Oil. Sounds like I a, can understand the, that one. The yeah, Clintons hitless. Yuri Vanavov was in his own pool with a gunshot wound to his head and a pistol found next to his See? body. <laughs> He's the CEO of Astro Shipping, a sub subcontractor to Gazprom. I'm not making this up. No, no, this we're is twelve it. names in, and they're all from fucking Gazprom. Almost Dan Rappaport. Uh, now this guy is in D.C., um, he apparently fell out of his apartment window. <laughs> I was in the shower and I slipped out the window. He's a Latvian-born Russian businessman and an outspoken <laughs> critic of Putin, Putin, and he fell from his apartment window. Oops. Whoops. Um, for, it was his first floor apartment, too. No screens. Uh, Ravel Magadov <laughs> uh, died in Moscow. 
hospitalized for heart problems yeah, and then the fell Wait, out listen. of a hospital window. <laughs> <laughs> Chairman of Russians, Russia's Luke Oil. Luke Oil. Giant and an outspoken Putin critic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ivan Petron, I assure you there's only two more of these. Washed up. Washed up. 60 miles from Vladivostok. He drowned at Cape Ignatiev, Vladivostok. Body found in two days later. He fell from his boat. An aviation director for Russia's Far East and Arctic Development Corporation. He just fell off a boat. Natalie and then style. Vladimir Sungorkin, he, is, uh, he was found in the village of Rashino in Russia, um, apparently suffocated on his way to lunch. He's the editor-in-chief of the Russian state newspaper, the one that was... Was shitting on yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. So, I'm not saying... It happens. I'm not saying... Maybe that's the new TikTok trend of just jumping out of windows. Right. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> the new TikTok challenge. <laughs> Let's see how close you can yeah. walk to the edge. Do the right. fucking, yeah. I don't know, some stupid dance. That is, that, <laughs> it would be, one, your ass isn't worth a nickel if you're a Gazprom executive right now. If you're a Gazprom executive, you are like wrapped in pillows. You are just t- duct taped with pillows everywhere you go. In fact, I wouldn't leave my bunker. Yeah. And, the, and then the KGB comes by for a welfare check. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sir, why do, you, why do you have a parachute on? You live in a ranch. That is... I need one. That's, I mean, this is, this is fucking ridiculous. And it's just... You're right. The number of people that fell from windows... Like... Where the hell is OSHA? In the you past... You know, going up there to say, look, you guys are building this wrong. Since yeah. cars were invented, nobody's fallen from a window. Right, you can count the number of people. The number of people that have fallen from a window and died in the city of Cleveland is like seven since they invented windows. Yeah, right. And most of those were pushed. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Right. I have an anecdote. Yeah, those were all oh, drunk, no. drunk college kids. My wife's mother passed away. Yeah, did she fall out of a window? My mother's attorney, who was handling everything for you know before she died, yeah, fell out of a window in Oh, it had to be a oh, Russian. Oh, Absolutely. Mr. Emma, I guess. Damn. I, I, I did want to know, I, I was very curious to know the guy who fell out of the window in D.C., right? Because you know, yeah, it's yeah. D.C., you know? I mean, KGB and, and all those groups, they can get you wherever you live you are. right around the corner from the Russian embassy. Russian windows? In- <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be clear on what the Russian embassy is all about. I mean, it's not... Okay. I'm going to read you the facts. You make your own assumptions. According to the Metropolitan Police Department incident report, officers responding to a call about a jumper found the 52-year-old Rappaport's body on the sidewalk. He was wearing orange flip-flops, a black hat, and a cracked phone. Headphones, (laughs) headphones, and $2,620 in cash, but no wallet or credit cards. The police say the case remains open. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, uh, they're waiting for a medical examiner's report. I'm going to say it was a quick drop and a sudden stop. Uh, <laughs> that, that's it. But anyway, Damn. this is, and I am, I'm dying to know. What they haven't told me yet is what floor he was on. I'm curious to know what fucking floor this guy lives on. Uh, because one of the reporters is like, look, man, none of this adds up. None of this adds up at all. But we do know that he was 
you know, he was kicked out of Russia and he's been living here in the United States and he is a, you know, he's kicked out of Russia in 2013. Well, if it he wasn't, he was safe. Well, if it wasn't, wow. if it was an Apple phone, it got cracked. It could have been the first floor. So it, it could have been. <laughs> so that, that couldn't be an indicator. Well, what I was interested in is the fact that they said his, uh, his hat was still on his head and I've never owned a hat that good. True. <laughs> so, right. True. So that tells me it wasn't too many f- floors. That's true. There's a lot of floors. That hat would have come right off. I don't, I don't think that Damn. was the deal. But anyway, it does not specifically tell us how many floors that was. Don't because, look any more TikToks. Oh, man. I mean, this right now, and no, this isn't happening in the last two weeks where things have been going pretty bad for old Vlad. Yeah. It, it, he's had a tough two weeks. Nobody's, nobody's ever been chewing on a shit sandwich as hard as he's been chewing on a shit sandwich for a long time. Uh, lost more troops, lost more ground in the past two weeks than the Russian army's lost in the past 800 years. So he's had a bad day. He's had a bad week. Well, but, didn't he, he met with the, the Zing or however you say his name from China. Yeah. And I think he called him out on stuff. Like he said that he was unimpressed with his advances or something. Like it was what about his retreats? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> retreats. Spectacular. Yeah. Uh, but the long and short of it is, yeah, it's not a great time to be a friend of Putler. So a yeah, tough time, <laughs> tough time for him. That's crazy, man. That is absolutely crazy. Uh, back to dumb motorcycle shit. Uh, here's a tip for people that are out there and enjoying their, their September riding and all that good shit. Give your tires one last look, people. Please give your fucking tires one last look. Uh, we've had four. Give, give your nuts a tug, too. Yeah, give your fucking nuts a tug. I've had four bikes come in this week that had cords showing on their tires where people are saying, I thought I'd just do it next spring. I thought you were going to say like 8 PSI. Well, that's, that's that, another that was one. another. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, God. Yeah. The guy that brought in the bike and he's like, I don't I don't know what's up with the feels bike, man. Weird. Everything's it feels weird. It's strange. It's it's making, you know, it's just not handling right. It was eight, eight PSI, eight, eight actual fucking PSI. It, you don't need a tire gauge, man. Just pump it up for a while and kick it. Just keep kicking it until it hurts your toe. It's probably OK. Better to ride on that than something that doesn't stub your toe. But the fucking Threads. cords, the number of bikes I've had this week with the cords showing through. But there might be an excuse for that. Try buying a fucking tire. Yeah, it is crazy. Try buying a fucking tire right now. Very rarely have I had Tire Rack reach out to me after I place an order and say, sorry, we don't have that. Tire Rack doesn't have that. Parts Unlimited, sorry, man, we know gots. What size do you want? We don't got that. You you want a 170 by 55 by 17 rear? Good luck, man. Try a 21 yeah. non-dirt non bike tire. Exactly. Right now, right. like, I mean, adventure bikes, they're yep. a big market, but there's not that much for them. Yep. And there's limited amount of, like, street tires for 21-inch wheels. Yeah. Dude, I when I was trying to find new tires for my Africa Twin this year, I, I took Shanko 705s because it's all I could get. That's all you could lay your hands and three, on. And just to your point exactly, yep. three different places said they had them i ordered them and then i was all excited like i got tires and then yep. i got the call in the morning oh sorry our website was uh miscommunicated yes we didn't have the whole book of it mm. so i finally got them from rocky mountain mm-hmm. uh, and that was the only place tucker rocky tucker rocky yeah, yeah. yeah so today i had phone calls from texas pennsylvania florida florida and florida all motorcycle dealers asking me for literally a sheet of tires Sure. I'm going to email you my wish list. Do you have any of these tires in stock? We will pay you to ship them to us. It's 
fucking ridiculous. And then today we got down, we had to order a tire for a guy's bike and we went through all of the usual suspects. We eventually had to order him a battle ax and the tire showed up today and the fucking tire was dated 2017. A brand new tire with a five-year-old date stamp on it. That's no good. That's no fucking good. Dog shit and that's, that's how bad the tire shortage is. And so please, guys, look at your fucking tires. Uh, it's, it is, might be pretty hard for you to get your tire that you need. You might need to give yourself a few weeks to get it. Oops. Yeah, fucking cylinders of air you roll around on, baby. But I was very surprised to see that other dealerships are having a huge problem getting tires, and that's no, we're no exception. So we ordered a 24-tire order the other day. I got three. Dang. Out of 24 tires ordered, I got three fucking tires. Now, you ride a bike. Uh, your California yeah. is a bike that has a vicious, a voracious appetite for tires. And it's a weird fucking size. Yeah. Man. Hey, can I borrow that this weekend? <laughs> you, you sure can. And I'm, I, and I'm I, not kidding. I'm just going to do a lot of straight. <laughs> well, I, I burned that tire up last year. Yeah. I put 4,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to take my wife for a ride. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. That's a perfect bike for that. Yeah. It's our, it's our anniversary. And yeah. Aww. You should do that. What, what did she, I tell you before? She yeah. wants to mm-hmm. pretend I'm you and McGregor this time. Oh. <sighs> He has she'll one, be Charlie Borman. He, he has one of those. He does have one of those. Yeah. Nice. All right. Oh, that's a perfect bike Happy to borrow. Birthday, big. Yes. Are you gonna, yeah. Are you going to take your lightsaber with you? Yeah. Hey. A special lightsaber. Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. My micro, yeah. my micro lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so guys, seriously, you may not be able to get overnight shipping on your tires. You may not be able to wait until Thursday to have a tire that you might need by Saturday. And well, it's, and, it's and, and Phil's pickings. right. You know, they ship it to you right away, but it's a five-year-old tire. It's like, fuck, you, yep. you know, that's a piece of dog shit. Yep. So, you know, you got to be careful. Yeah, and we've had, uh, we had a bunch of people. That would probably be the newest tire I owned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a bunch of people contact us and just, you know, in the neighborhood here, here in town, people have bikes that we don't traditionally work on. They're, you know, we're not a big Harley shop. That's not a lot of what we do. And their guys were like, yeah, well, I was told to call you. By who? Harley Davidson. <laughs> they never do that. Like, just to let you know, they never fucking do that. And I had three Dunlop Harley, you know, American uh, American spirit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pride of America. Um, but yeah, I had three Dunlop Harley tires, B16s that I had here. And I sold them all this week. So, just every so everybody one. knows, I took my headphones off. So that's it. So it's you, all going to go. My audio will probably right. go all to shit. That's probably yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, the I did. We did have one person that said thank you very much. Dave King said thank you for recapping the tire pressure sensor or the TPS reset discussion. My mm. bike now feels smoother, smoother on the throttle, and he found some slop in the cables he wasn't aware of. Nice. And uh, he said, look up a guy oh, named yeah. Arto Nyquist. Uh, the Bike Life Urban Dirt Bike guys have got squatoosh on this guy. I <laughs> particularly What's enjoy his bit squatoosh. with the clogs. And uh, so we're not going to show this on the big screen. We're just going to let people know that you can, uh, you can go look up a fella by the name of Arto, A-R-T-O, Nyquist. And uh, his... Uh, yeah, and so this is uh, apparently back in the days when Kawasaki's had six cylinders. Nice. Six cylinders in a row. 
My neighbor who owns one of those just asked me to come help him with it. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. That, yeah. and he wants me to help him with his ultralight aircraft, which is secreted in his basement somehow. This is what? your new neighbor in Kanye? No, no, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So this, uh, if you do get a chance to watch this video, Arto, A-R-T-O, Nyquist, N-Y-Q-U-I-S-T. He's straight up riding a motorcycle while sitting backwards looking over his shoulder. Velcro on his sneakers, too. His racing to sneakers. Say, those, uh, th- that suit doesn't look very protective. Those, I gotta say, I gotta say, this dude... Also steel, dude. Circa 1979 <laughs> yeah. is okay. making the Starboys and making uh, Street Outlaws look bad. Like, and this motorcycle weighs about 700 Fuck pounds. Yeah. He took that bitch This is an 80-mile-an-hour wheelie. Yeah, he just put up a, a Kawasaki Z1300 at about 80 miles an hour, and he's... Moving now, him, yeah. yeah. He is not going slowly. Damn. Yeah, he, I think in that, I think right there, he might be going about a hundred miles an hour, maybe more. The speedometer. It's it's the speedo. <laughs> yeah, it is actually the speedo housing. It's it's a, a chest of drawers on the front that they keep all the gauges and electronicals in. Fantastic. Cool. So again, I can't give enough props. Arto Nyquist, like Nyquil, and. uh Bouncing, fuck yeah! Oh, oh yeah. no, he's bouncing it up. Yeah. He's just getting his oh, oh bye bye the turn. There goes the tail light. Twelve o'clock, that bitch. Twelve o'clock. <laughs> a, a literally a thirteen hundred cc six cylinder motorcycle. And he didn't have no fucking pussy scrape bar. He just no, blew there's no really bar. Yeah. No, he just is like I'm gonna destroy a twenty nine dollar tail light, and he does. He just eats fucking a twenty nine dollar tail. He'd go tail right light. past those. One oh, that is. And you know what? On that bike, that is over twelve o'clock. That back tire was yeah. off the off the fucking ground. Yeah. Well done, sport. Oh, like he's got oh, more oh, his pit legs. crew. His <laughs> pit crew is wearing more safety gear than he is. He's wearing a nylon windbreaker. But he's got enough po- did he just say, there. Yeah, motherfucker. He think he did. <laughs> he said, "Cowie motherfucker." God bless oh, look him. At him. Look at him go. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's the thing. That's a hot tip. I think that's a great tip to go out on. Okay. He's from Finland. Oh, he's in the UK. He's at Santa Pod Raceway. I think he's got clogs. He's got some fucking clogs he in his He said he fancies club dancing. He fancies club dancing. Oh, oh he's going to take off his Velcro shoes and put on clogs because he's Finnish. Oh, he's getting off the oh, bike. Oh, this is the big finish. Oh, uh, 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 he's got the clogs. Oh, he's, he's going to put on the clogs. The oh, yeah. There goes the wooden bo- the wooden shoes. Yep. Oh, yeah. So you got to rock wheelie. Oh, I think I know no what he's going to do. Oh, I know exactly gonna, what he's going to do. I think I know is what he's he going to do. Dance on top of I know exactly what he's going to do. knows exactly what he's going to do. He's going to slide behind his own bike. No. This isn't the oh, first no. time I've seen this video. That's cool. He oh, my it. God. And and on that, folks, I think, I Are think you sure on that. 79? Because it had a square front Wolf. headlight. Were they ahead of the game? Yeah. Damn. 79. 79 was first wow. year they came out. Yeah, right? So they yeah. did the square headlight. Yeah. Wait, we got to see the clog, the clog. Okay. He's getting into 14th gear here. Yeah. 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 There you go. He's at speed. He's definitely at speed. Holy shit, this guy's fucking metal. Yep, he is. He's on his skate. Oh, he's on yeah, skates. Damn. The dude is on wooden fucking clogs at, at I'm going to call it at least 70 miles an hour. At minimum. At minimum. Yeah. Now he's got to get back on. Oh, his bike. There you go. oh my God. Well, you know what? He could, he could not have done that without those enormous testicles. Yeah, that's it. He got the bounce off his balls to get him up on the seat. So that's it, guys. Everybody look up Arto Nyquist, N-Y-Q-U-I-S-T, on his Z1300 Kawasaki. Fuck yeah, dude. Ride fast and take chances on that. We are out of here, guys. Play us out. Oh, we have a joke. 
We have a joke. Chris Smith's got a joke. I said he did. Okay, I forgot about his joke. I was worried about getting his meat out of my fridge. <laughs> I don't know if you call head cheese meat, Bill, but okay. Bill worked in a pickle factory. He'd been employed there for a number of years when he came home one day to confess to his wife that he had a terrible compulsion. He had an urge to stick his penis into the pickle slicer. His wife suggested that he see a therapist to talk about it, but Bill said he was too embarrassed, and he would just let it, he would get over it eventually. A few weeks later, Bill came home, and his wife could see at once that something was seriously wrong. Chips or sandwich slices? What's wrong, Bill? She asked. <laughs> Do you remember I told you about this crazy urge to put my penis into the pickle slicer? Oh, Bill, you didn't. I did. Oh, God, what happened? He says, I got fired. No, I mean, what happened to the pickle slicer? Oh, she got fired, too. Hey! Press the red button. Press the red button. That's a great joke.